So there I was at Netherwing Ledge, grinding for rep with the Netherwings. I think they're called Netherwings. I am trying to get the Netherwing Drake. I have wanted a Netherwing Drake since they came out. I have yet to have one. Everyone else in my guild has one. Everyone else's alts in my guild have one. I don't have one. I'm grinding for rep. Those of you who have gotten the Netherwing Drake, the, the rep grind is, is a grind. And I know they have the whole list of that you can do this in two days. Yeah, well, it's taken me a little longer. But as it turns out, it was a bright, not even sunny yet morning on a Saturday. Bright and early. And I thought to myself, self, now would be a really good time to go in and, and grind that Netherwing rep. Because there should be lots of eggs. Now, for those who don't know about the eggs, who have never done this, there are around Netherwing Ledge. By the way, this is out in Shadowmoon Valley. This is, it's not old, old school, but it's middle school, let's say. Out in Shadowmoon Valley, and there are these eggs that you can pick up and turn in for rep. The eggs are very nice little boosts in addition to all these dailies that you're doing. Now, at 80, this is not hard. It's just tedious. So I figured I'm going to go... First thing, it's first thing in the morning, let me go in, let me grind rep, and I will find. Because no one else will be around. And believe me, there's quite a few people around still. They're all death knights. But there, there are a lot of people around still trying. Now they're doing it. And I'm still on my main trying to get the netherwing drake. Anyway, I'm going to get the eggs. Okay, I go out, I get all my dailies, I go into the mines. If you don't know what this is, it's a big twisty-turny mine thing that has. And you could do a lot of dailies while you're in there, but they also have the eggs. And I'm going in and I kill a couple of things. And I'm like, all right, and I'm looking for eggs. And as I'm going through the tunnels of the mine, I kind of notice they're really empty. Looking around and there's just, because usually they're really crowded, they're packed. They're kind of empty. I keep going and going, and then I see it. Uh-huh. Yep. A human rogue. Of course, you all look like orcs. Rock on. Evil red orcs, but you look like orcs. There he comes. He's coming back down the tunnel the opposite way that I'm going. And it's pretty obvious he has just gone through the whole thing down to the end and has probably gotten all my eggs. Damn it. All right, you got there first, bastard. Well, disappointed? Like, well, shoot. I guess I'll go and just do my stupid daily sin. Because it's pretty damn clear. Frickin' human rogue got all my eggs. Yes, they're mine. They had my name on them. I know it was real hard to see. It said Auntie Ed. They were on there. Well, as I'm coming up the tunnel and he's coming back down, there's one of those little skitterer things. I don't even know what you call them. They're all over Hellfire Peninsula. I'll tell you what, you'll know what they are. Um, if you ever went from Hellfire over to Zangamarsh, you have to go through that little canyon, whatever the heck it is, and they're all over the rocks and sides, and if you're low enough level, they will chase you. Those things, whatever the heck they are. They're all over the place in here, too. And as he's coming, he's a rogue, so he goes and he saps one. It's loose. It's running around by itself, and he saps it. And he moves on, because you don't want to deal. You're, you're high enough level. It's like, oh, just get out of my way. Fine. So he goes. Doesn't say anything to me. I just know he's already cleaned out everything. So I figured, well, I'm a skinner. I'm going to need the skins. And I wait until the sap is off of the little guy and go up and beat him down. And I go to loot him. And what do you know? He had a netherwing egg on him. I was so happy. 
I was just smiling ear to ear. It's like, oh, yes. You may have cleaned out, and all I can hope is that you didn't find anything. But you may have cleaned it out, but you know what? You just passed up an opportunity to have another one. Mine now. <laughs> okay, not really a tell of daring do, but it was strangely satisfying that he sapped it and moved on, and when I killed it, there was the egg. I was very happy about that. I did not get his name. It was too early and too unimportant for me to get his name. But it was a human rogue. And, you know, just goes to show you, you never can tell what is, is there. What is lurking on what may seem like a common mob. You may also not know what is lurking for the rest of this show when you listen to... And welcome to For the Horde Radio, episode 33. Thank you very, very much for downloading and listening. And we want to take a moment and let you know, yes, we really do thank you. We really are appreciative that you have downloaded and are actually brave enough to listen to this show. And we thank, because we do, we do love our listeners. You're, you guys are the absolute best. So every, you're just the absolute best. All your emails and when you call in and the stuff you send in. And if you could figure out how to do a review on like iTunes or something, you guys are the best. So we really, from the heart here at FTH, we thank you very, very much. And to those who, well, were just not their cup of tea, plenty of other shows out there. We are but one amongst many, and uh, we have our own little group here that we all hang out, you know, once every three weeks. We hang out, we have a good time, and we hope you have a good time listening to us. So, big thank you to all you guys. Does not said nearly enough, I think. So, thank you for downloading and listening to new and old listeners. And so it has come to this. It has come to this... There's no other way around it, because there's nothing new in-game that I have seen. Now, there may be other tales that come about in later shows as I explore and take on a new quest chain, and we'll tell you all about it, but there's really nothing new happening. I mean, we've been through Northern End, we've talked about certain areas and quests and death knights, and we've talked about all that, and we await with bated breath for the damn patch that's not coming out yet. But there's nothing new. We haven't had a holiday in a while, and it's going to be another three weeks before we get our next one, which is Orphan Week. Yay! I am so looking forward to Orphan Week, because it's going to be really interesting this year with achievements, but... And we're supposed to get, like, wal little... We're, uh, not walrus people, although that would be adorable, wouldn't it? Little baby walrus orphans? Yeah. No, we're supposed to get oracles slash puppy dog men oracles. Uh, oracle. Ah, orphans. You can tell where my brain is because it's just not here. It's just gone. It's lost. But anyway, yes, we're supposed to get oracles and puppy dog men. What are they, frenzy heart or something? I don't. They're badger people as far as I'm concerned. We're supposed to get those as orphans. So the rumor says. Because you have your original orphans, you have your outland orphans, and now we're supposed to get these as the northern orphans. Orphans galore. This should be totally cool. And of course all that other stuff, but we're really not there yet. 
and it hasn't happened, so there's nothing to really regale you about because we haven't done anything yet. So it has come to this. Yes, embarrassing guild stories. And right now, anyone in off the air listening is going, oh crap, you didn't think like you'd join the guild and get away scot-free, did you? No, no, actually. Actually, no, these are just little fun things that have happened in-game with the guild. I won't name names, you all know who you are. That's all I'm going to say about that. You all know who you are. I will not... Well, some names I'm going to name, but not, of course, the... Because they're not all embarrassing. See, that's the thing. They're not all embarrassing tales. This is going to be... Uh, what do they call it? Yes. This is going to be poopery section, because I have no brain. I'm calling uh, Orphan's Oracles here. I'm just losing it all all over the place. So we're, we're just going to have a mishmash of stuff here in the beginning. Again, there's nothing new. It's a little depressing. Well, I don't know about depressing, but it's a little, like... Is you know, and I mean, I how many times you know I've had some alliance run-ins, but nothing that you haven't had either. Nothing notable, nothing worth mentioning or wasting air time on, other than to say, eh. So we move on from that. It's like, yeah, not even any like epic battle or something. No, nothing. Eh, nothing. So we're down to embarrassing guilt tales. Here we are, and the first tale I have to tell you actually is not embarrassing, but I thought. So did everyone else present that it was amusing. And this just goes to show you the moral of the story, which we will give you at the top of the story. Before you even heard the story, we're telling you the moral. The moral of the story is no matter how bad things get, you can always laugh about it. Yes, you can. Here is the tale. The tale is we are in Utgard. I think it's Pinnacle. I always get confused between Hall and Pinnacle. I think this is Pinnacle that has Scotty. Am I right about that? Well, whichever one has Scotty, that's the t this is who we're centered around. We're talking about Scotty now. Now, for those who don't know who Scotty is, Scotty is a boss in Utgard. I really think it's Pinnacle, and he's a pain in the ass boss. He's one. Of, he's a, he's a tricky boss. And here's the fight. Doesn't sound like all mud. It doesn't sound like all that. It really doesn't. But there are those out there who will disagree with me and say, "Oh no, that's an easy one, Annie Ed." You want to see a hard fight, you come take on Hogger. Yeah, <laughs> now that's a hard fight. Yeah, screw Scotty. No, 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 Hogger, man, that's a tough one. Anyway, here is how the fight works. You, he's about midway through the instance. And you come to up to, you go in this little room, and there he is. He's at the, at the front of a hallway. And he and his proto-Drake are just hanging out, you know, sharing a beer chilling and when you get too close to him it trips the event and he hops on his proto drake you know he kicks a beer you know in a corner somewhere hops on his proto drake and says something which i could care less uh you know i will destroy you all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah yeah say something interesting like you know i'm wearing pink panties now that would catch my attention but no they all say the same thing yeah i will destroy you get out of here you evil i will whatever so he gets there and he goes airborne because you're not gonna fight him yet no 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 and now i will give some credit to blizz this is a different kind of fight which is cool but it's a real pain in the butt once he goes airborne you and your little crew go running down this hallway, whereupon at the opposite end, running to meet you, are waves upon waves of Norwegian undead things. They're large, they're quite large, and they are undead. And they come, and you have to kill them, and a some of them are what they call harpooners. And usually, you name somebody within the group to go pick up the harpoons that they drop. You're going to want these for later. Somebody is the harpoon picker-upper. 
You get to the end of the hall, they're still wave upon wave, you know, they're still coming out. They still keep coming out. But you hopefully get enough breathing room, and what you do when you get to the end of the other side of the hall, there are these guns. And the person who has picked up all the harpoons goes to the, one of the guns, and when it flashes across your screen, Scotty is in range, you fire. You apparently need to get like three shots on him, and you can wait till he comes around again for it. Um, of course, more mobs are spawning while you're waiting, but you wait until he's in range, you can get like two off at one pass, and then the third one... Of, by that point, he's down enough health that he will land. And thus, the boss fight begins. And the boss fight himself is pretty wicked because he does this kind of spinny move where he targets somebody and goes after them doing the spinny move. And it's brutal if he hits you. And of course, oh yes, I almost forgot to mention, while he's airborne and you are fighting wave upon wave of undead Norwegians, he and his little proto-drake occasionally will spew down some kind of blue stuff comes on one side of the hall or the other. You do not want to stand in this. It is bad. So you have to kind of keep mindful that you don't like hang out if you get, you know, move out of the way. So it's a different fight, which I like, but it's really a, it's, it requires definite group coordination by far. Well, we go in to do this fight. Everyone's groaning. Nobody likes Scotty. Poor thing. No wonder he drinks kicking those beers in the corner anyway and we get down we were doing all right scotty goes airborne we muscle down the hall we're doing good going left to right in the hall when the blue crap's coming down you know from the proto drake and we get to the end and clearing out the last of the mobs that have spawned just before we shoot him and our priest dies yes now that is a bad thing some of you are going oh it's all over it's all over well not exactly because you see the two, the main tank and off tank, were both death knights. It was two death knights, a priest, a mage, and a hunter. Guess who the hunter was? So the main tank says, hey, we can keep the fight going. We don't have to shoot him yet. We'll just keep handling the mobs. Hurry up and run back. Because it ain't over yet. You know, still four of us standing. But obviously you don't want to take on the boss without your healer. Okay, so they come running back there. And it's a bit of a run to come back. So we just keep killing mobs and we were getting pretty desperate there at the end and you know me and the mage are, are whipping out bandages and everyone's sucking down potions you can only have one potion per fight whose brilliant freaking idea was this at blizzards anyway i digress and we and finally you know just as the priest is about to come back we lose the main tank there he went like oh crud so the off tank picks up the mobs and now it's just and by this point the priest has returned and now the main tank is running back because obviously we don't want to take on Scotty without a main tank. And we're going to do it's a lot better because the priest is there and she can heal. But, you know, it was still kind of hairy. Now, as you can imagine during this particular fight, it was a little chaotic to say the least. And it was long because we're, we're deliberately keeping it going. We're deliberately not calling down the boss and we're keeping the mobs coming just to kind of keep, you know, all right, everyone here, ready, okay. So it was a little hectic and a little chaotic. We were doing quite well, actually, for, for this strategy. At the height of confusion, I wouldn't say confusion, but at the height of intensity, there's a better word. At the height of the intensity of this fight, on vent, here's what we hear wafting over the vent channel.
And I have to say that when I heard this, especially in lieu of what I was looking at on my screen, now I know I'm trying to convey it as best I can, but if you've done the fight, you kind of have an idea. And even if you haven't, you kind of have, you know what mass chaos is like. You know when things are just kind of going bad. And you're hearing this. We damn near wiped because we were all laughing too hard. Not because our strategy was failing, but because we were freaking in tears. This little lovely piece of music was courtesy of our buddy Troll Sky, <laughs> who played this for us. He was listening, and he was actually was not in the group. He was just kind of listening in and decided that we needed a little tune to, to keep us going. It was hysterical. And now, of course, now this is a trademark of this guild anytime and he it's like you got the music troll if he doesn't have the music ready we're disappointed whenever things start to go really bad in a fight where you have those moments they just happen when it's going bad all of a sudden that's what you hear suddenly going over vent that music it's awesome it happened again in Utgard same freaking place not the same fight we were in very recently, in fact, and this is what brought this up. This is what stuck this in the, that moment in my mind that I went, oh, yeah. Uh, we went in and ooh, ooh, some undead thing or whatever does fear at some point, And it ended up fearing everybody. It, we were pulling like mobs of three. And it, they ended up fearing us into the room that was still very full. And, of course, everyone runs into This has happened. If you sit there and say, that's never happened to me, you lie. It's happened. It's, or you've been in a, if it hasn't happened personally to you, it has happened in a group you're in. Something, the pet, something goes feared off and runs into a mob and aggros. And we end up aggroing the whole room. And it was bad. And it was horrible. And you knew we were going to die. You just knew it. It was just try to get as many down as you can before you croak. And again, here comes that music coming across vent. It was awesome. The visual is better. But hopefully I conveyed the, the tale well enough uh, that... I would recommend to those guilds out there, hey, get yourself a little Spanish flea music, put it up there when things start going wrong, because let me tell you, what it, it breaks the uh, intensity, and it was a very nice break, so shout out to Troll. Uh, that wasn't really embarrassing. I told you, they're not all embarrassing. Now I'm going to get into the embarrassing stuff. <laughs> now I'm going to get into the things that it made me, ugh, because they're just, you can't make this stuff up what you are going to notice though is that we do seem to have a recurring theme with our buddy troll seems to be like in all these stories hmm we wonder if it's a coincidence but anyway i do have to regale you now i wasn't here for this i did not witness this but i was given a play-by-play -play the next time we went in halls of lightning i was given a play by, by our by troll who gave me who was delighted and thrilled to give me a play-by-play -play of what happened the last time a you know a bunch of people in our guild went to do halls of lightning apparently it was very late at night and i just no no i'm like good night goodbye i'm out of here so they went and off and did halls of lightning now halls of lightning is a tough little bugger of an instance i think and they got all the way up to lokin for those who don't lokin is the final boss and let me tell you i will say blizz captured the essence of a bored NPC like you wouldn't believe. There he is sitting there, big old giant guy. He's sitting there slouched with his face propped up in his hand. He just looks bored to tears. But before you get to him, who, by the way, Loken will forever be referred to as the square dance boss from here on out, uh, just because of how you have to fight him. You have to go in and... It, it, there's just no good way to uh, 
describe it if you haven't done it, but basically he has a weird thing. Again, Liz kind of stepping out of boundaries and doing things that are different, which we approve of, but a little tricky at the same time, which is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. You do figure it out and go, that's easy. And once you figure it out, before you figure it out, you're going, this is impossible. This sucks. Loken does, a just a, for those who have never done him, I will just tell you why I call him the square dance boss. And it's because when you first fight him, everyone has to stay at his feet because he does this massive kind of like AOE thing that the further are out you are from him, the more damage you're going to take. So you have to stand like literally on top of him. But then he does a thing where he shoots off lightning. And, he, and it warns you, I'm about to shoot off lightning. So you have to move out of the way of the lightning. But then, of course, in kicks in the AOE that you're far out. So you're taking damage from this. So you kind of keep moving in and out, in and out. And it's very, to me, it just reminds me of a square dance. Swing your partner round and round. This whole group is going down. All right. Actually, it doesn't, that's not really square dance music, is it? Okay. As you could tell, I don't really know square dance. But, but anyway, I digress. Rest. Before you get to the very bored square dance boss, there is a circle, and meandering around the circle are these really big, like iron golem giant things. They're just golems, trash mobs, that you gotta clear. Now, as the tale is told, I wasn't there, it was confirmed by the person who did this, it was confirmed. Somehow, the main tank fell asleep in the middle of a run, but apparently it stayed on his uh, forward button, runs through the circle with the golems, and the golems ignored him, totally. Totally like, oh, well, there goes a death knight. All right. You know, they're waving to him as he's going by and stuff, and he goes running dead on for the boss. Now, of course, nobody at the time knew he had fallen asleep. They're just seeing the tank run across this room and then run up to the boss and going, yo, that's probably what woke him up was a big gold shout and then, and naturally they're engaged in a, in battle <laughs> with the boss and they did succeed, which is awesome. Uh, I did, they, I believe they succeeded anyway. What I'm baffled by when I heard this tale is how the hell can you fall asleep in the middle of an instance? I can understand, maybe a little bit, if you're out cruising, just killing trash, you know, just, just grinding or doing quests or something, and you nod off and are running into a wall or, or a rock or something. That's one thing when you're playing by yourself. When you're playing with four other people on a vent channel, how the hell do you fall asleep in the middle of this and just run up to the pause? I don't know, but I thought that was pretty good. I did. I thought that was that was pretty good. You may not. You may say, "Hmm, I I've fallen asleep in better places." But that, that yeah, never mind that they live. It was that he fell asleep to begin with. But anyway, so that is one small little embarrassing tale. Anyone listening who is present knows who I'm talking about, and I won't say who. Uh, but now I do have a final tale that I will share with you, and it it wasn't something I actually saw. It was something I heard on vent. I was present for it while it was on vent. You see, our our buddy troll busted his ass big time and has made himself a mechanohog. It is the coolest thing. We we mention this later on um in the show, but <laughs> it it will get brought up slightly later in the show. But he has busted his 
troll butt and got himself a mechano hog and has graciously given you know anyway oh i haven't given you a ride yet and he gives people rides and he rides them all over the place jumping on cliffs and all this stuff so somebody in the guild had not had we were we just finished up doing a short little dungeon he's like oh hey i haven't taken you for a ride yet come on we're in dollar let's go you get like the cool ride and they're going around dollar now at this present time we had a new member also on on vent very brand new member who by the way says to all of us at one point man you guys are all crazy like you think do you not listen to the show of course we're crazy haven't you listened to the show haven't you heard me tell these things you you don't know about this come on of course we're crazy but anyway so he while you know they're getting together and meeting up in dollar round so that you know he can go for a ride in the mechano hog there we hear a story about how a friend in his main guild got the mechano hog and was taking somebody for a ride and now the person riding the mechano hog is a druid and he went somewhere i'm not ex- i think it was somewhere that's what it was it was in the undercity you can take like the path out of the undercity through the tunnels where you like shoot out the side of a mountain and he did he went full speed on the mechanohog with somebody in the basket next to him and went out and then of course well he's a druid so he could just change into his flight form and the other person went falling plunging to their death so he regaled us with this tale and we all had a chuckle and said oh wow and well trouble decided to take it a little more to heart um and gets said person in McCannahog and his cruiser on Dalaran. And now here's about what I'm hearing in Vent. I didn't see it, but I heard it. What are you doing? Well, I'm going up the tunnel here. Yes, but doesn't that like lead out into nothing? Yeah. What are you trying to do? Kill me? <laughs> yeah. And the next thing I hear following that is huge eruption of laughter. What happened was, yes, he was going up. There's apparently a, a tunnel that you can take out of the sewers that if you're in flight if you're on a little flying mount you just fly right out of it well he was charging up this tunnel on the mechano <laughs> and probably had a good intention of dishing it over the side we're not 100 percent sure however the person in his sidecar um decided he didn't want to find out and bailed so all apparently you saw was flying down this tunnel is this motorcycle and then all of a sudden this this orc goes flying out of the car out of the sidecar and like runs in the opposite direction <laughs> fun things to do on the mechanog huge grats to you uh troll by the way for getting that because it is totally awesome it is cool guys it is really cool <laughs> and oh and and he did bust his butt to get the thing he really killed himself to get it, so grats to you. And grats for sharing it with all of us, letting us kind of hang around and, and take rides with you. So those are just a few little things that have happened in the guild, in, in the off-the-air guild, that I wanted to share with you. Little good times. Things that make you come back and say, hey, this is fun. Because the folks in the off-the-air off the guild are just awesome. And it's really cool that a lot of them, a lot of them started out as just, you know, listening to the show and swung by on the Medoran server and said, hey, and here we all are. It's totally, totally freaking cool. So, awesome folks. And I just wanted to share a little tales with you because, hey, why should I be snickering all to myself? We spread the love. We share the love. We want you to experience it as well. And on that note, we are going into our first break. Not a music break. 
you know, I will throw this out there. I have had a um, couple of new folks, uh, new listeners who have, now they can do the Death Knights. It's, oh, we got 80,000 Death Knights. It's cool. But they come over on the server and, and they hang with us on their Death Knight, which is really just awesome. And I've had folks ask me, well, hey, you ever need any help for the show? You know what I need help with? I got a job. If you if you so choose, you want to help out the show, I got one thing you can do for me, which would really be, I'm, and I'm not kidding, this would really be awesome. If you can ever send me any kind of links to sites that share pod-friendly music, that would be really spiffy. Because I do, I hit up GarageBand a lot, and there's, you know, like one or two other sites I can hit, but, you know, GarageBand is running a little thin lately, um... Like, they're not getting a lot of new uploads and stuff, I think. Or if they are, it's just nothing I'm liking. I'm fussy about my music. Uh, so, if you want to help out, I'm not kidding. That would be the best. And that goes for anybody. If you want to help out the show, hey, and you like, even if, if you have a song you've done, if you have a song that you've compiled and put together and, and are brave enough to have it aired, please send it in. You know, we're pretty open to about anything, uh, so long as it's not, you know, too risque. <laughs> we're okay. Um, but yeah, that would be a huge help, guys. Because that is probably one of, the, one of the hardest things I have to do for the show is track down pod-safe music. We innocently look up into the corner when I say we only play pod-safe music. We've never had a slip. Ever. <coughs> no. So that would be awesome if you guys could send those. Uh, any links you have to that sort of pod save music in would be sweet. Thank you. So, no music break, but we have a break. And actually, we have aired this before. But, you know, we haven't aired it in a while, and darn it, I just enjoy the hell out of it. So, we are going to bring you, uh, before, I, I believe I said this even last time, before there was World of Warcraft, there was Dungeons and Dragons. And what would be better than having the family all gathered around to play a little D&D? Oh, quiet, Susie. The, the, the big green monster is charging. I want to play a night elf. Very good, very good. You can play a night elf. I'm sure you can play a night elf. But we must be quiet now. The big green monster is charging. It's, it's an orc. Uncle Peter, it's, it's an orc. An orc is charging. With a battle axe. Oh yes, 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 yes. And orc is very, very exciting. Very exciting. What, what happens next? Well, that's that's kind of for uh, it's kind of for you to decide. You see, because what I'm asking you is, what do you want to do? What what, what is what is your what do you want your character to do, Uncle Peter? What do I what do I want my character to do? Oh yes, yes, I. I draw my sick gun and I shoot him in the foot. I don't kill him. I don't want to kill him. I just want to shoot him in the foot. So I, yes, that's what I do. Now, Uncle Peter, you don't have a sex gun. We talked about this before. I thought we talked about this before. There are no cult revolvers in Dungeons and Dragons. I thought you understood that. I cannot have a six gun. I no, you, 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 don't, you don't have one. You don't have a six gun. This is a very strange game. I don't understand it. It's Dungeons and Dragons. What's not to understand? There are no... There are no six guns in D&D. I'm sorry. Well, look, look. It's not I, a part I, of the rules. Oh, yes. <laughs> the rules. 
I looked at your encyclopedia for the rules. It's a player's handbook, Uncle Peter. It's a, it's a, it's a player's handbook. It's not an encyclopedia. Sure, 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 sure. Listen, when you want to play a game with the family on a table, you look on the inside lid of the box that the game came from, and that's where you get the, you get the rules. You have a book there. But I looked at the book. I will tell you that I looked at the book. You know what it said? You know what it said? I'm vaguely familiar with what's written in the book. Yes, Uncle Peter, I... I think I know what it said. Look here, look, 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 look here on page four. Top of page four. More choices than even the most sophisticated computer game because you can do whatever you can imagine. Says so, so, right here, look at that. They're just, look, you, you, you didn't get very far into it, um, Uncle Peter. I mean, they're just trying to describe a vague general overview. Look on the opposite page. Look, look there, look at the top of the opposite of page five. Uh, see what it says there? Why don't you read that to me? Read that to me. A character can try to do anything you can imagine just as long as it fits the scene that the dim disc d DM describes. What is the DM? Dungeon Master. Uncle Peter, Dungeon Master. Oh, and that's you! That's right, you told me that, I remember. All right, all right, well then, you describe the scene. Go ahead. I have. <laughs> I have described the scene, Uncle Peter. You're... Let's start again. You, Susie, and Aunt Motria are in, are in, a, in, a, in a corridor, in a stone corridor in a dungeon, and an orc is attacking. Remember I showed you the picture of the orc? Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember how fearsome that orc was, Susie. You saw the picture, yes? I want to play a night elf. Susie, you can't play a night elf. There are no night elves in D&D. Calm yourself. Calm yourself, Billy. We will try to play the game the correct way, but I still do not see why I cannot have a six-gun. Look, look here. Look, look, look what this says. You know what this is? Yes, Uncle Peter. It's your character sheet. That's right. That's right. It's my character sheet, what you gave me, and look, look what it says right here at the top. Uncle Peter, writing the word Texas in front of the word Ranger doesn't mean that you get a six-gun. Well, all right, Mr. Dum. Mr. Dum, you tell me uh, what it is I have. It says right on your... You have a bow and arrow. You can... You can draw a bow and arrow and shoot the orc. You can't draw a six-gun. You can draw a bow and arrow. Ah, the bow and arrow. All right. I would think that you know by now, after so many times at the county fair that I've been to with you, how bad I am at bow and arrow, but I will give it a try. Now, uh, how do I do this again? Well, in order to determine whether you've hit the orc or not with your bow and arrow, as you know, you roll dice. That part I remember. Yes, I roll dice. Uh, here we go. You roll your d20, Uncle Peter. Roll my d20. Yes, here we go. Uncle Peter, you rolled all the dice you have. That's right. Very clever of me, was that not? <laughs> this way, you see, I am guaranteed that I rolled my d20. I... Uncle Peter, I showed you which one it was. It's the easiest one to pick. No, listen, listen. You go right ahead, you pick out whichever number you see in front of you from these dice that uh, you believe to be the correct one, and I will abide by your dumb decision. That's, that's DM. D, 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 DM or Dungeon Master. Never mind, never mind. You rolled a three. You missed. I missed. I told you I was no good at bow and arrow. All right now, so what, uh, what happens now? Now it's... Now it's Susie's turn. I want to play a night elf. Susie, you can't... Look, 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 Billy, 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 Billy. 
Is she an elf? Yes, her character is an elf. And what time is it? It's night time. There, you see, she is a night elf. Susie, you are a night elf. You are an elf at night. I don't see why she cannot play a night elf. She plays a night elf in the, in her uh, in her uh, computer game. What she plays upstairs? What is that? What is it? The uh, Planet Punch Pain from the Snowstorm people? That's World of Warcraft from Blizzard, and it's an entirely different thing, Uncle Peter. I should say it's an entirely different thing. I've watched her play, and you know what else they have in that game? You told me so yourself. This game was based on what we're playing here, and you know what they had? They had guns. I saw them. Little short men were shooting them off at bears. It's a, it's a different game entirely, different set of rules. Let's just concentrate on what's happening in front of us now, okay? I'm a night elf. Yes, yes, Susie. You're a night elf, okay? You're a night elf. And there's an orc charging at you. What do you do? She does not happen to have a six gun herself, does she? There are no six... There are no six guns in Dungeons and Dragons. She doesn't have one. She has magic missile. Susie, you have magic missile. Oh, that's right, magic missile. Yes, of course, magic missile. You remember, Susie, you launched it once before. We try again. Yes, you you and I together. Remember the countdown? Ten. Ten Uncle Peter, nine, it's done. It's eight, done. Seven, seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Blessed off. Wait a minute, why does she have a missile and I cannot have a six gun? It's not an ICBM, it's a magic missile. All you gotta do is look at the pictures in the book. Susie, roll your d20. And that was our first section of dysfunctional D&D. We will return to the second half later on in the show. Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big v. So, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Big V has done stuff. Woohoo! Yes, woo! And what might you ask has Big V done? Well, precious little with the cow, actually. The cow's, you know, cooling his hooves and, what is his horse on hold? Something like that? Wherever the hell that is out in Borean Tundra. That place. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's called Warsong Hole. The place with all the freaking spiders outside. Oh, God. Yeah, the scary spider ditch. Yeah. Which is just surrounded by pestilence and demon swine. But <laughs> I won't get into that again <laughs> this time. You know, I digress. Um, I took the plunge with the Madge. Yes, I did. I'm just shaking I, my head. I, I can't believe you actually did it. Yeah, I did this. I did it. Uh, I took her out to uh, Eastern Plaguelands, I think. That's where Strat is. Yep. Yeah. So I had her out. That's where, you know, Lotto Chapel. And I had her out there in her good-looking robe and her Tammy Wynette hair and got her to level 55 and promptly took, sold all of her armor, sent the money to, to uh, the cow, mounted her up on her purple ostrich, and headed towards Strat and died before I got there. Deleted her. <laughs> uh. A level 55 coffee I deleted. Yes. Uh, and resurrected her as a death knight. And I gotta tell you, that is exactly what I needed. You know, the troll was cool. I enjoyed playing the troll death knight. He just looked cool. He sounded cool. I mean, he looked like he could just eat your face, and he could because he had the big damn tusks. But... It wasn't a fit. Just not a fit, doggone it. So I, I oh god, I could not have done that. 
I know I could not have done that. You know, there was a moment there. But, you know, once you sold the armor... Well, that's the first commitment. I mean, that's really just committing yourself. Once you do, like you said, once you do that, it's all over. You send all the money to somebody else. Yeah, it's done. You're over. Yeah. All you got is mount and your underwear. <laughs> I mean, I sent her out, I, I sent her out to meet her maker in her um, festive lunar dress from last <laughs> year. And, um, yeah, raised her up a death knot. And, that, like I said, that's all I needed. Because the death knot has been so much more enjoyable now. Because... There's that whole sense of ownership thing. I mean, I know I keep coming back to that like a dog with a bone, but that's all it took. That and plus, I wasn't really sure how many times I could haul somebody through Outland again. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I've got to have a death knot. I mean, you got to. I you think know, it's, a it's criteria like, now. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like you know, Super Bowl party and no beer. I mean, you you can't do it. I mean, well, you could. It's just not as much fun. And I'm thinking, God, how many times can I do boiling blood? Oh, <laughs> God. So I got her out there, took her straight from, uh, you know, went through the Death Knight Kindergarten and, you know, all that and sat through the, oh, God. The, the long dinner theater at the end. Exactly. And seriously. I mean, and you're just, you know, hoping the chicken isn't cold. You know, uh, <laughs> oh God! And it took forever to get through at that time because I was the only one out there doing it. Oh God! Yeah. It was me, and it was like there was one guy dying every ten minutes. I was like, Oh God! Will this never end? <laughs> Please make the pain stop. I had my death as an aside. I um, did that the same thing, just me, and I ended up dying. Really? Yeah, I didn't think you'd be able to, but apparently I stood in the wrong spot at the wrong time. And too many very, very higher, the, the named guys, not the little piss ants. Yeah. The named guys, like, all came on me at once. Oh, dude, that's And that kicked my ass, like, within seconds. I'm like, <laughs> I got the flag! Wait a minute, I got the flag! How can I be dead? <laughs> It was just wrong. Thankfully, the graveyard's, like, right there. So I came yeah. back, and the battle's still going on. So it wasn't like I lost anything. But it was like, that was just so wild. I, I didn't think you could. Yeah, I didn't think you could either. Man, that's cool. Way so, to go. Yeah, you can die um, in that battle. Just a heads up. With the flag, no less. Well, I'm not going to have to worry about that, because I'm not doing another death <laughs> knot for any reason. Um, I don't care if I can have 50 of them on 50 different servers. Nope. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> okay, ask me if I'm going to do it. Am I going to make another Death Knight? Are you going to make another Death Knight? No. Nope. Ask me again. <laughs> no, we're done with this. Go on. Ask me. Move it. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> ask me now. Ask me now, damn it. Ask me now, damn you. Reading a <laughs> 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 okay, well that'll all right. That'll move us along because okay. you actually did it that time. So good for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Say it. Damn you. <laughs> there. So we got it out of the way for this show. Okay. Good. You know, because we didn't do it last show. I don't think. Uh, no, we went right into it because you know. Well, normally we have a phone call of some nature, and that leads us into that po that that moment. But we had no phone calls last that's, show. Okay, that's right. So it just like we didn't even have the prelude; it just went right into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay then. We got it. Well, we got it out of the way this time. Then. Yeah, it's it's out of the way early. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Death Knight. Death Knight. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I'm finding out. I mean, it's in Blood Elf female. I got rid of the Tammy Wynette hair, for one thing. Yeah, no more Tammy Wynette hair. Oh. Uh, she's got different hair. Uh, well, you know, hey, she's I mean, she's dead now. So I figured, you know, death warrants a new hairstyle. All right, all right. I mean, it's not yeah. like he's got to stay that way now. This uh, is true. You can change it if you grow weary. God, how cool is it? You get your all black, skag, nasty demon armor. You know, that's just scary. You know, you go run through the orphanage in Orgrimmar and little children go flying everywhere. <laughs> just so badass. How and then you get to Outland and you put the armor on. And what do you hear? <laughs> now, I got to say, though, it looks a heck of a lot better on a Blood Elf female than it does a Tauren. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. They wear this armor better. You know, I'm trying, you know, not to be, you know, misogynistic or anything, but Outland's going a lot better looking at her ass than the cow's ass. <laughs> just saying, you know, the armor just fits her better, and you know, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting on the mining, the mining helmet. Oh yeah. Because she's gonna look so smoking hot in that. <laughs> That's right. Never let it be said. Big V plays ugly characters. No. Um, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will have no space goats here. No, go away. We will say good day to you, space goat. We will say good day to you, squid eating space goat. <laughs> so I'm trying to get her out of get her out of Hellfire because Hellfire is about as bad as I remember it. It's just going faster. You know, it's sort of like getting your arm chopped off instead of getting it sawn off. Your arm's still off, but. You know, one was quicker than the other. I did boiling blood. I did all that stuff out at Zethgore in like a day. It was good because, as I recall, it took several days last time. <laughs> you know, you burn the place to the ground and then you... Do all that other stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah you burn it to the ground and you boil the blood. Uh, <sighs> uh, yeah. But th then there's a... I forgot those damn goblins. The lazy-ass quest givers. Yeah, who hey, wants you to make go, him go. breakfast? Yeah, we, we want you to make us breakfast. No. We're not going to get you your stuff to make your breakfast. You pointy-eared bastards. No. You want me to go kill the hell? Why? You, you haul your ass over there. You kill the hell boars. They're demon pigs. You go get them. You want the damn hell boar bacon? You go kill them. I'm not going to have any part of that. Because, you know, I just, I'd forgotten. You cannot take two steps in Outland without aggroing some damn demon pig this is true if it's not a demon pig it's a freaking worm oh. and they just pop up and spit on you what's that about okay now i, I played through hell through some hellfire and it got me yeah, it got me motivated but not to play more of the game to actually stop playing the game and go watch doom <laughs> uh which i did uh and it's a dreadful, dreadful movie, which I own and watch a few times a year. <laughs> just to just to see everybody's eyes that are supposed to be blue on blue not be blue on blue. Um, the uh, and I looked at those sandworms because you know, Blizz. We've mentioned the fact that they're kind of pop culture whores, and we like that. You know, that's a good thing. 
we're okay with that. But sorry, no sandworms. No, just, no, it's just not right. You know, sandworms are like the size of Orgrimmar. <laughs> not the mincy little things that pop up out of the ground like a jack-in-the-box and, you know, spit on you. No! It's, that, no, it's just not right. Yeah. But anyway, I digress yet again, and, and I'm going to just throw this one out here and open myself up to ridicule, shame, and just, I'm sure, tons of nasty emails that are going to come my way as a result of this. Okay. I watch Lord of the Rings. On purpose? Yeah. yeah okay. Right. The extended version. All three of them. I didn't go all hardcore and watch them back to back to back over one day because I don't have that kind of time to burn. But damn you, Peter Jackson, for making dwarves so freaking cool. <laughs> damn you. Damn you, Wingnut Productions. So I made a dwarf. Oh, no. I did. I know. God. Oh. oh, I know. I just feel dirty. Well, at least you didn't make a gnome. Or did you? Yeah, there's no reason to do that. Really. I'm just there's checking. No... I'm just checking. You know, you never know how far off the cliff you have fallen. Well, I felt pretty like I'd fallen pretty far off the cliff. Yeah. yeah. With this. I mean, yeah, I know that. But, you know, it was the thing that he said in the end of Return of the King. He's sitting there, he's smoking his pipe, and he says, Certainty of death, small chance of success. What are we waiting for? And I thought, I can roll me a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> I got to roll me a dwarf now. So I, so I went and I did a PvP, put him on a PvP server, and flagged him. And, you know, he'll, that's the way he'll remain. He'll remain flagged, and, you know, he'll get his ass kicked mightily, and, and rightfully so. And rightfully so, yes. But I, I couldn't help myself. I just couldn't help myself. So, you know, he, he's just so freaking cool. He's like four feet tall, and he's just all about drinking beer and carnage. What's not to like about that? <laughs> and then you get in game. And then you get in game, and... You know, every other nine-year-old that lied and said they were 14 is playing. Yeah, they dwarf. saw the movie, too. They saw the movie, too, and they're, and they're living it. They're living it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask what class. Oh, I did a paladin because oh. I really, I mean, I've only played a paladin up to, like, level 20. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see, I mean, I wanted to see, you know, how was it? My God, paladin, paladin's changed. Balance has changed over the past year. I had no clue. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, you judge that seal, sucker doesn't go away. Stays right there. 30 minutes. I know, but... Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, I made a dwarf paladin. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, I was swept. I was carried away in the moment. So, you know, y'all don't hold it against me, but I at had least, to do it. At least it wasn't a night elf. Mm-mm. At least oh. you weren't that swept away that you made it yourself a night elf. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No. Okay. All right. No. Not just no, but hell no. Okay, then. Those not elves? No, that's just wrong. You can get away with dwarves because dwarves drink beer. I mean, tell me this. Who do you want? I mean, who are you going to want at your party? You want a bunch of trolls? No. Because they're just going to be playing, you know, a bunch of reggae you've never heard and like doing body piercing. You know, orcs? No. They're going to crash the door. Tarin? You want Tarin at your party? Nah, yeah, flies. And they scratch. Yeah. Drenna? Mm-mm. Too no, creepy. God, no. Not Forsaken? You don't want Forsaken coming to your party? No, they're going to steal all your stuff and be bitter. 
They're going to be bitter, and they're going to take your stuff. Humans, they're going to eat all the ramaki and drink all your good scotch and laugh at you while you're in the kitchen cooking. Dwarves, mm -mm, nope. They're going to be pulling. They're going to be pulling up to the house with you know. It's going to be thumping. They brought their own kegs. You know, it's just going to be a bunch of drinking songs, and somebody's <laughs> going to get in a fight before the night's over. So I thought, you know what? Let's just do a dwarf. Ha! A dwarf. And there it was. Damn you, Peter Jackson. So anyway, I'm trying my best not to pull you. I really the novelty am. will wear off. The novelty, and, and that's exactly what I told myself. The novelty is going to go away. But, you know, it was just something kind of like a uh, guy who peed on the uh, squad car. And the judge asked him, why did you pee on the squad car? He said, seemed like the thing to do at the time, sir. That's kind of where I was with the dwarf. Hey, he's going to collect dust and go away, but, you know, I was swept up in the moment. Could have been no, it's not. It's not really, but... Well, it know. could have been worse. It could have been a night elf. Women you know. swept up and rolled yourself a night elf or a gnome. <whistles> yeah. Ow. I would have been questioning uh, some sanity there if you did that. No, no, no. Right. You know, hey, I've got the evil... Uh, I've got the smoking hot evil de uh, death knot. You know, come on. That's true. And I've exactly. gotten her. I've gotten her through the kindergarten. I've gotten her, you know, leveled up a little bit. You know, she's, you know, she's self-sufficient. She's making her own gold. You know, she's buying her own bags. So you know, she's all right. And she's got the Hell Reaver. Yes, <laughs> she does. Yes, she does. And let me tell you something. You put, you forge some runes on that sucker. Badass. Absolute <laughs> badass looking. I mean, it looks like you're killing people with a. Yeah, you know, with a fudge sickle. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, with a with a white chocolate fudge sickle, and they're done, just dead. You know, I was ha I was hauling it around. You know, the rookie levels because I'm gonna make her an engineer. Oh wow! Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna make her an engineer so she can have some cool rides and have some stuff that blows up right. because she she likes the stuff that blows up. You know. Well, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm running around out there doing exploration. Oh, you've just explored Tears Fall Glades. You've just, uh, you've just, you've completed Explore Duratar. You know. And there was much rejoicing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going around there mining, and yeah, this stuff just runs up to me and starts attacking. Now, it doesn't do any damage, so I'm just looking at it, and I, like, show them the Hell Reaver, and they die. So the, the only thing is, the thing only hits once every five minutes. Oh, God, okay. I mean, you're standing there getting your ass kicked, winding <laughs> the thing up, and you're ready to swing, and... Now, when you do swing it and you connect, I mean, you've swung for the fences. Your body parts are going to fall off, and hopefully they're not your own, but it <laughs> look sharp. Yeah, I'm happy with the death one. Did you know, you must know this, yeah. you, you must know this, engineers can make a bunny that blows up. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that is so freaking cool. And if you weren't already in engineering, you, 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 you would have been kidding. there. You're kidding me, aren't you? No, I'm not. Everything. I'm not kidding you. Really? Swear. Swear. Cross my heart. Swear. Ask any engineer in the guild. Ask any engineer, any listener. Tell Big V. Yes, you can make a decoy rabbit 
that will even hop around. And when somebody like gets too close, it blows up. God, that is so freaking awesome. <laughs> Holy crap. I, knew, I can't believe you haven't heard about this yet. So gotta level that. Well, you know, I'm just wanting to make all the cool mounds. I mean, I almost picked up Taylor in again just so she could have a fine carpet. Yeah. Not, not now. Uh-uh. Hell, I may not level engineering at all after that. I mean, why would you need to? <laughs> make exploding bunnies. Holy crap. I, I knew. I'm really surprised you did not know that. Well, you've told me not to talk about professions, so. <laughs> well, that's not, a, that's not really a profession. It's just an offshoot. But, yeah, an exploding bunny. Sweet. <laughs> hey, Zog. Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful episode of your Zog blog. Ah. It's so good to be back. I was just cruising around on the vastness of the internet, browsing my email folder when, to my surprise, I received another email from Blizzard. Now, ever since I was caught in that phishing scheme, I've been generally very cautious about whatever Blizzard sends me. But this, I have to say, truly blew my socks off. There I was, in my Hotmail file, reading my emails. In specific, the one from Blizzard. And what does it say? It says, you have been given 70 days worth of game time. 70 days. 70 days. What the? I don't even... Uh, like, what? My What was left of my eyes exploded. I did not expect this at all. I, I had been having a bum month, let's face it. We all we all have our ups and our downs, and I was in a very low period. Like, if I was six feet under when I was dead, I'm hitting about eight or nine feet right here. I'm like, yeah, that, I was I was deep down. And then this was just, what the heck? Where did this come from? And I am just flabbergasted. Seventy days. My God! What am I supposed to even do with that? Like, ah. Uh, and who else was it from? It was from none other than our very own Grandmaster Z. And so I think Z. So very, 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 very much for his wonderful donation to the Church of Zog. Thank you. Honestly, I don't know what I would have done. I probably wouldn't even have gotten a wow card with the sort of paycheck I'm getting. So, thank you, 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 thank you. Moving on. With this newfound game time, I found myself amply enjoying the world once again. Now, I vaguely remember making the point in my last part, in my last blog, that I had reached Northrend. This, my friends, is a half-truth. I indeed did set foot in the cold, frozen land that oddly resembles Canada, but I was too low a level to actually do any quests. Let's face it, I got fed up, so I hopped on the blimp, and I, I, I took a flight over there. And it was cold, and it was freezing, and I wanted out. So I left and I went back to Nagrand, where I could actually do something useful. And so I just wandered around for a while, doing the safari, killing some rocks that move, all the general grinding that one does. When I got back in touch with our good friend Aquina, 
Aquine made the generous offer to run me through Underbog. And so she contacted the imaginary Vulture Guild as well to assist her in this. Joining us were Alts of Precaution and, and several other members, most of which were around level 80. So there we were in the Coilfang Reservoir, sitting there, and almost right off the bat, I have yet to see a level 80 truly working their abilities, and I have to say I was flabbergasted at how strong they were. I had never seen such a massacre. I mean, there were bog giant chunks everywhere. They were on the floor, they were on the walls, they were even on the ceilings. They were just flying in every direction. I was going, oh my god, god, it's a good thing they don't have to pay for janitors. Oh my god. It was just like, ah, I don't even know how to put it. Oh wait, yes I do. To quote Robot Chicken, <laughs> Bog Giant Chunks everywhere! It was just insane massacre after massacre after massacre after massacre. And it was beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. It was beautiful. And I thank everyone in the Imaginary Vultures that helped me. Because because of you, I'm actually now only one level away from reaching Northrend for real and actually being able to quest. Remember that idea I once had about sending a level, uh, you know, level cap people back into Ragefire Chasm? Oddly enough, it was like watching something like that. It was pretty frightening and strangely arousing at the same time. Now, back on the topics here. While in World of Warcraft, I've also been searching around in the auction house for better gear. Being stuck with this yeah, I don't even know what you call it. A corset, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The corset for, uh... Yes, let's, let's call it a corset. This thing that I'm wearing is definitely not something designed for a man, despite what the title says. And I, it made me realize that for as much as all the... There are some people who complain about their characters being, I don't know, inappropriately dressed, let's say. Some girls or some female characters take offense to that way the things are dressed. I have to say, the polarity is much worse. The opposite end of the deal is much worse. I, oh god, oh god. I have to say, I understand what they feel now, because watching my, watching my male blood elf paladin walk around in this thing was just, ugh, yeah. Like, it, it's enough to trigger my, my bile ducts. These things have been dead for like 20 years. And I, and I still felt the airship throw up. So there I was, sitting there in the auction house, trying to find something new. And it just hits me that these prices are ridiculous. Yes, I know, I know, it's been ages since we've all groaned about the auction house, but seriously, it's been a month for me, people. And just to come back on and see, ugh, ugh, how do you people get anything done in this game? Anything! God, back to the questing. Alright, so there I was in Terraka Forest, going down to the Manitoums. Aquine had so kindly offered to run me through some dungeons again, and I was fully expecting another round of mob explosions. Well, I didn't get that. I, uh, what I got was actually a million times worse. It was... It was like, yeah, I I used to have a rogue. One of the people that ran with us was a rogue, whose name currently escapes me, and I apologize, but thank you if you listen to this podcast. Thank you nonetheless for all your help. I owned a rogue vaguely. It was actually my first character. Now, I'm, I'm not proud of this rogue. It, it is... 
it's not Alliance, it's not that bad, but I didn't know how to play the game, people here, so you'll have to forgive me when I say this, but I, I had gear with spirit and intelligence, and that just should not happen. That just should not happen, so that rogue didn't last very long, ladies and gentlemen. But I had seen rogues, and I, I'd kind of forgotten that the class even existed since Pony Crusade. They, they weren't really the top on my docket that much, but watching this this rogue, this level 80 rogue, Blood Elf, in action was just the most frightening thing I have seen in a long time. It is the most frightening thing I have possibly seen in the game. The fact that this, I had undoubted belief in my mind that this thing could chop up a fell reaver. It's like he walked in the room and things exploded. By the time, I wasn't even getting experience after a point because by the time I reached the guys, they were already dead. But, to be quite fair, they were very generous in giving me all the wonderful little gear that dropped for me to sell and auction off so my wallet was much fatter. And then, eventually, I was actually able to purchase a chest plate that actually was useful. I'm not quite sure that there's more else than that that's happened so far in my travels, as much as I want to say it, but I can promise you that now that I'm back, I will most certainly be roaming the lands with as much enthusiasm as ever. Fear and tremble, ladies and gentlemen, Zog of XP is back. Strength and honor for the Horde. Have you ever been chatting along, minding your own business, when some slimy gold beggar comes along and asks you, Five gold, please? The natural reaction would be to tell him to sod off, in not-so-nice words. You type your preferred insult, probably questioning his or her lineage and the fact that they had relations with, well, their relations. Then you hit enter and, whoops, you just accidentally told off your entire guild. Yes, dear listeners, this could happen to you. And it's such a shame, because it can so easily be avoided. By installing Neon Chat, your chat input window and chat border will change color depending on the type of message you're about to send. Red for yell, blue for party, green and darker green for guild and officer chats, purple for whisper, etc. It's a simple mod that uses almost no memory at all. Sometimes it's truly the simple things that make the most difference. If it's something that you might be interested in using, head on over to wowinterface.com and pick it up. Your guildmates, and that son of a mo motherless ogre, will thank you. And now we move from one chat mod to another to make your life easier. Even better, it plays with neon chat. Now, 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 you might be saying to yourself, What? Another chat mod? Come on, Grandmaster Z, the chat interface isn't that interesting. Well, I would have to disagree with you. It's vitally important. How else will your guildmates, your friends, talk to you and ask you if you want to run an instance? How else can you advertise that you need a frozen orb? How else can a level 30 ask a level 15 for gold? Well, okay, maybe that isn't the greatest example, but you get the idea. So come with me, and let me help you take your chat frame to a whole new level, giving you abilities you never knew you needed. But you will know that you need them now, because I'm going to tell you that you need them. Thanks, chat. Well allow you to hide the chat scroll buttons, which gives you more screen real estate, 
enable mouse wheel scrolling, shorten the channel names and chat strings, enable the arrow keys in the chat edit box, move the edit box above or below the chat frame, configure the fade in and fade out time, stop those pesky tabs from flashing every time a new message appears, color a player's name by class if it is known, and allow URLs to be easily copied, and finally suppress repeated messages and channel notification messages. As Hans and Franz would say, hear me now and believe me later. Now, five points if you get that reference. Thanks, chat, will help pump up your interface so it won't be a girly man. Now, in other news, I've received an email from Vanguard who writes, Hey, Grandmaster Z, it's Vanguard again. Have you heard of the new rules they're putting on mods? I get this isn't really your section about it, but it might affect you. Blizz is making it so you can no longer put a donate button in your add-on, which means there can no longer be something in your add-on that will take you to the dev's site for, for them to make money. Now, first, Vanguard, I want to thank you for writing in. Now, yes, I have heard about this issue. However, I honestly don't think it's going to be that big of a deal, and I think it really is being blown way out of proportion. From what I understand, Blizzard is saying that you can't have an add-on that you can only use if you have to pay for it. Now, most developers will get around this by following the WoW Econ model. They have a free version and a paid version with more features. Now, this neatly gets their butts out of slings because they can realistically say, Hey! We have a free version that we're giving away that works. Now, as for the donate button in the add-on, they are just reminding the community that they can, and probably will be enforcing the clause in the EULA, which forbids an add-on from calling an external program, such as a web browser, to pull up a donate page. Now, actually, if you think about this, this is actually a good thing, since who knows what kind of havoc a rogue program could do behind the scenes in your computer while you're playing World of Warcraft. Example automatically install spyware, a keylogger, etc. So, I think the mod author community will see that it's not that bad once the hysteria passes. But please, please, please don't take this as me shooting you down. I think it's very important that the players know what's coming down the pike. I'm sure that this issue is going to get a lot more press, and when it does, hopefully you and the listeners can help calm down the anxieties of the players around you. So, until next time, this has been Grandmaster Z, for For the Horde Radio, reminding you that list decks are teeple poo. We now come to our second break in our show, and we'll now bring you the exciting conclusion to dysfunctional D&D. It's not an ICBM, it's a magic missile. All you gotta do is look at the pictures in the book. Susie, roll your D20. Go ahead, Susie, you roll the D20. Where is it? Oh, te- let te- take it out of your mouth. You know that is not candy. <laughs> roll it on the table. There, she rolled a 20. Now, Uncle Peter, you picked that dice up before I could see the number. Susie rolled a 20. All right, she rolled a 20. She hits the orc square in the chest with her magic missile, and she does six points of damage. Six points of damage. She fired a missile at a big green man and did six points of damage. How many points does uh, how many points of damage does she have to do to uh, make it stop? Well, I I can't really tell you that, Uncle Peter. It's it's part of the rules. That oh, that's right, that's right. We are not supposed to know anything. You are supposed to know everything. We cannot have six guns, 
Susie can have a missile. Well, at any rate, the orc, the orc continues to charge, and it swings its battle axe at Susie. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! The orc is charging at Susie. Well, yes, Susie was the last party member that attacked it. It's charging at Susie. No, 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 no! I will not have that. No big green monster man is going to charge at my niece. I'm sorry. No, I do a flying football tackle on the orc. Well, if you'd like to attempt that on your next turn, Uncle Peter, uh, that's fine. But right now, you're unable to do that. I am unable to do that. I'm sorry. Yes, I am just. To, I am just to stand there while the orc uh, charges at my niece. The orc is charging at the character, at your niece's character. It's not charging at your niece. And you've had your turn. You fired your arrow. You missed the orc. It's the orc's turn. When does Mama get to go? Just right after this. All right then. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what, what happens now? The orc swings its battle axe at Susie and hits and does. Susie is unconscious on the corridor floor. She has fallen down and hit the stone. What a fun game this is, Billy! What a wonderfully fun game this is. Aunt Motria, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn now, is it? Yes, please. Hello, Mr. Orc. How are you today? I'm sorry. What, Aunt Motria, what, what are you doing? I am trying to find out why the orc is being so mean and attacking us. You told me it was a role-playing game, so I am role-playing, and I think it would be good to find out why the orc is so mean and what has made him angry. Well, um, yes, Aunt Motria, the uh, the orc isn't actually in the mood to listen to anyone, and it is very likely that he can't understand a word you're saying. What do you mean he can't understand? He doesn't speak English. Uh, no, he doesn't speak English. Uh, he only understands orc languages, and I don't believe. Uh, let me take a quick look at your character sheet. Yes, uh, I don't believe you understand or speak orc. So he's only hearing so much gibber gibberish from you. What would you like to do? I am a cleric. I am very good at languages. Yes, but that's just one in particular that you don't happen to know just yet. You'll need to do something other than this, or if you'd like. You can pass along your turn. You can step back into the shadows to try to protect yourself. You can cast a healing spell. You can. Well, if I can talk to the orc, I've got nothing more to say. I step back. I did. You said it was a role-playing game. I tried to role-play. That is the wrong thing to do. I will just sit back and listen. And and Motrio, you just never mind. Never mind. No, please. Whose turn is it next? Go on. Uncle Peter, uh, you said you wanted to try something. Well, he has hit my he has hit my Susie, my niece, with an axe, and you bet you you bet your boots I'm going to try something. And what would that be? Well, what is what is this orc doing now? What is this big green mean man doing now? He is holding his battle axe up in the air over over Susie's uh, character's body on the floor. He is holding his axe up in the air. Yes, with both hands. Yes, I'm going to tickle him. You, you're going to tickle him. Yes. It's very funny. I saw it. It, it. it will work wonderfully. I saw it in a Ritz Brothers movie. You would love it. He dropped the axe because I tickled him, and then I will kick him in a place that will make him not want to hurt us anymore. Papa, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mama, but this is a desperate situation. We must fight with everything we know. Oh, fine, fine. 
Uh, go ahead and roll your roll. No, this that this one here. This one here. Roll this one. All right, I just rolled it one. Very good. You tickle the orc. <laughs> and so, what happens next? It does drop the axe, but not in a way that you expect. It drops the axe while holding it, blade first, onto your head. And it does... Uncle Peter, your character is dead. My, my character is dead, yes. Yes, Uncle Peter, your character is dead. Uncle Peter, we're gonna have to make a new character for you. And now you're to tell me, now, you, now you're to tell me that this is a fun game, why? Now you're to tell me that this is a fun family activity, why? Look at what, you've got Susie crying over here because my character is dead. I'm going to cry too, you know why? I watched what you did. When you wrote up a beautiful, my taxes were easier to fill out than the form that has the picture of that character, this, this ranger. Mama, where, where is that Parcheesi set we got for Christmas? Where is that? I will go downstairs and get it. Come, calm yourself, Susie, calm yourself. It is only, it is, it is only a game. It is only a game. We, 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 we will, we will figure this out. Everything will be fine. All right, look, 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 look. I'm, I'm going to go upstairs real quick. I'll, I'll create a new character for you that'll take care of works like this in no time. Everything will be fine. You just, just relax. I, 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 I've just got to leave the room for a minute, okay? I just, just got to leave the room. That's fine, Billy. You'll leave the room. We'll try and figure out how to keep Mama from being destroyed by this angry big green man. Fine, fine. Um, um, I'll, I'll be right back. Mama, Mama, Mama. Forget the Parcheesi said. Just, uh, just sit down. We sit down. We'll have some tea. Everyone come. We don't play Parcheesi. We finish the game. Everything will be all right, Susie. Don't worry. Papa, Papa, what are you doing? I'm lifting up the paper, the squares you put down here. But that is part of the board he set up. You are not supposed to see under there. I just want to have a peek around the corner. <laughs> Calls himself a DM. What are you talking about? He does not know what he's doing. What do you mean? Have a look at this. Oh my. I don't know what he's thinking. Right around the corner. He is pitting a party of first-level noobs against the Dread Wraith. That Bastich is 104 hit points. Look at all the attack bonuses. Even if we rolled perfect numbers, it would be a total party wipe. Papa, when are you going to stop yanking his chain? I'm sorry, Mama. It's just fun to watch the veins pop out on his neck. And we hope you enjoyed that little bit from... Anim 5 of IDDFOS for doing that up quite some time ago, and uh, we hope you enjoyed hearing it again. Hi, welcome to Thunderbeats, Azeroth's finest butcher shop and brewery. I'm Thunderstep, what can I get for you? Oh, you're not here to buy anything. You're here to listen to some of the old stories I might have hanging around the joint. Well, grab yourself a chair, pull up a seat by the fire, and get ready to listen to some of the old fish stories. Or as I like to call them, fishing in the nether. We join our heroes dealing with one of life's many enigmas deep in the underbelly of the floating city of Dalaran. I mean, really, Master, what kind of a story is this to be reading him? It's a standard nursery rhyme, Onyx. A lot of parents read it to their kids. Really? How gruesome. I mean, listen to it for a second. Rock-a-bye baby on the treetop. 
What kind of parents are we dealing with here? Three. Three big, but not some. No, 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 not some. And it goes on. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. And down will come baby, cradle and all. We're talking about an infanticide here, master. This harmless little poem is about a premeditated act against a child. Premeditated? You can't tell me that getting a cradle up in a tree was by accident. How on Azeroth do parents justify singing this to their children? <laughs> me, baby, and tree. Wee! Splat! <laughs> little one, please don't do that. We need you intact to see the doctor. Okay, Eddie. Onyx. My name is Onyx. Eddie. Onyx. Eddie. Onyx. Eddie. As much as I hate to interrupt this deep discussion, we're here. <sighs> Perhaps the doctor will agree that singing such gruesome songs can't be healthy for this little one. Oh, uh, love Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Onyx. The little one, as you call him, is dead already. I doubt a nursery rhyme, no matter how gruesome, is going to hurt him. Master, you weren't the one that had to get the child out of the tree, or our little one was shaking the branch. We told the mother we were sorry, and you were the only one tall enough to reach. Besides, that kid had to be at least 18. Anyway, we're here now. Let, let's go talk to the doctor. Master, why do we have to see this doctor? I mean, we could have gone to a priest like, uh, Trollheel. Trollheel. He is a very fine gentleman and very well versed in the ways of the light. Or, or Canny. Canny. Canny is a lovely young woman. She's an expert on the shadow. I'm sure she would love our little one. Onyx, we've been over this. We'll take our bundle of joy to either Canny or Trollheel after we see Dr. Z. As much as I love those two, both are heavily steeped in either the light or the shadow. The fact that we have a baby ghoul is odd enough as is. I'm not sure how stable he is. And exposing him to that strength of the light, well, or shadow... <laughs> Unstable? Master, I think he just ate a sewer alligator. Besides, what kind of doctor makes his office down in the sewer? This kind of doctor. Come on. <coughs> oh, yeah. Wow, man. That's what I'm after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, once I get this distilled, Big V's gonna love this. Oh. Zanjin. Thunder. Hey, it's the big side of beef. How you doing, man? <laughs> I got your mail, I got your mail, and I'm damn curious what exactly you got for me. Hey, you say you got a medical issue? Dr. Z has the cure to all your ills. Medical issue? Oh, you must be Onyx. Hey, man, it's a damn pleasure to meet you, and, uh, what the... Trolley! Oh, oh, shiny sticks. Oh, 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 shiny rock. Oh, 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 what the do? What in the name of blood and thunder is that? That's our uh, medical issue, Dr. Z. We need you to check him out. I want to know how stable he is and if he's permanently a baby now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. You mean that 
this little guy here. Hey, hey, hey! Me find shiny squirrel. Well, no squish like other squirrels. Can I have? Seeing that you already chewed off the finish off of that. Well, uh, go ahead. That mechanical squirrel is yours. Squirrelly! Squirrelly, 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 squirrelly. Look, Thunder, between you and me, normally I'd be concerned about the lead paint I use on those, but, uh, <laughs> look, that kid's stomach's falling out of his chest. I don't think it's gonna be a problem for him, right? You better be explaining him from the beginning, man. All right, let me go get my notebook. I gotta drive this mojo down. A few hours later. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> He's been laughing for almost an hour now. I wonder if it's uh, about how we got the little guy. Or if, it, if it was what we did to Annie as pet. She did raise her head again, right? Oh yeah. Um, but the fur has not grown right since. Oh god! You guys gotta stop it! <laughs> You're killing me, man. <laughs> Oh my, uh, are you seriously telling me you had to shave any of his pets? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. All right, let, let, okay, wow. <laughs> All right, let me take a look at that little guy. Let's see here. You think you two big boys can keep this little guy busy for a second or two? Hey, <laughs> hey, little buddy, look, shiny. Ooh. A mirror on the string, monster. It's cheaper than the last time you got into my gem pouch. All right, all right, okay. Let's see what the old shaman Dr. Z can see here. Well, damn, that's kind of weird. All right, just a second. Why have you summoned me? Oh, oh, Dr. Z. Got me those pictures I asked for. Hey, man, how you doing, Rocky? All right, look. Here are the pictures of the Maiden of Grief you asked for. They're the follow-up to the Maiden of Virtue series I took for you. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, baby. You're a bad little statue, aren't you? I bet I could use your grief, baby. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I did call you Rocky Bud here for a reason. Huh? Uh, uh, oh, 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 yes, Doc. Uh, what can I do for you? Yeah, do me a favor, man. You take a look at a little guy watching the spinning mirror. What does the Earth say about him? What, what, what little, little guy? I see the Mother Drake and the Undead Torment. Something that makes me ill, I might add. Hey! No offense, but you are in direct defiance to the elements. I don't know what else you're talking about, Doc. Can I take my pictures and go now? Alright, man. I just gotta tell you now, you be careful. She may look nice in that short, short skirt, but she is mean. Ooh. A feisty one. Oh. If she likes spankings. <sighs> All right, that confirms it, you two. You have one hell of a thing here in this little guy. Uh... What exactly did the elemental mean that he could not see him? Okay, let Dr. Z break it down for you. Simply put, the elements themselves can't see this little guy. I can see him. I can see him here with my little peepers. 
but as a shaman connected to the earth, I can't feel his presence, man. Mm-mm, nothing there. Something deep happened here with this little one. There's some serious mojo. And I need to ken with the other spirits to see what they say. Wait, Doc. What exactly does this mean for our little one? Well, look. It means that somehow you're the proud father of something that the earth itself cannot feel or see. Somehow you not only have something here in this little guy that's not only a part of Mother Nature, but it's not a part of existence itself. What does this button do? Hey! Don't touch that man! That's my exposition button! him out quick <coughs> and do me a favor oh get him out of my shop <coughs> so what does this mean for our intrepid heroes is baby ghoul not part of the world of azeroth or even the universe if so what is he what will thunder and onyx do with him and will baby ghoul ever learn not to chew on the shiny ah, things no my microphone get off my microphone time for all this and more on Fishing in the Nether. Next time on Fishing in the Nether. Onyx. Other. Onyx. Other. Onyx. Other. Onyx. Other. We have a phone call from Where Warrior on the Blood Furnace server. Ah, a phone call, you say? A phone call, I say. Indeed, Heavens. I do. Heavens. And we know who the hell it is, which is even better. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> uh, who has, actually, a lot of cool questions to ask. I am Where Warrior on the Blood Furnace server, level 55, Blood Elf Warlock, and a Torn Death Knight, level 69 at the time of this, named Fluffy Bunny. Sorry, Big B. Gotta say, great job on the show. I've actually got a couple questions. Um, one, I got a death knight on a on a server. Uh, if you can, you run Kara and get the um, tier. Are there a tier gear for uh, death knights and Karazhan? And uh, gotta say, great show. Got a question and a couple. You know, about episode fifteen or so. You mentioned that you listen to podcasts. What kind of podcast do you listen to? And how did you ever? She's um your first character and like now that she's eighty. Uh, gotta give a shout out if I could to um my friends in real life who have an alliance guild on the Farstalker server called Spina Cthulhu. One of them does have a little eighty torn druid, so he's cool. Great show, Big B. Good good job for killing the bunnies. Oh, thank you very much for calling in. That is just always awesome when folks call in. I love it. Woohoo! And you asked a couple of questions, which we will try to answer as as conscientiously as we can. Uh, regarding your first ca- uh, question, you know, run it. If is there any Death Knight tier gear in Kara? Wrong podcast to ask, but I'm gonna give you my best. Yeah, guess. what's tier gear? <laughs> what's tier gear? Is that like gray? Is that what that is? Kidding, yeah. kidding. Uh, but no, I'm gonna say I've that. I've heard I'm, of it. I've never got it. it. I've never like gotten it. We hear there's a mystery of tear gear out there. We've just never we, actually seen we, it. We have heard of such a thing. It's in like hush, you know, in hushed tones. Uh, <laughs> you know, we we have heard the words uh, whispered by the elders, but uh, we have never seen the beast. Yeah, you know, we we think it's a bunch of hooey. There's no such thing. Yeah. 
but actually, in answer to your question, uh, as far as Kara goes, I'm going to say the best you can hope for is like warrior gear. Because keep in mind, when Burning Crusade came out, there were no Death Knights. So anything kind of specific geared toward a Death Knight ain't going to show up anywhere in any Burning Crusade stuff. So in answer to that question, I'm going to take a good shot and say probably not much there other than like warrior gear if you're like a tank in DK. Yeah. That's okay. just kind of my opinion on it because I know in Burning Crusade, no DKs. Paladins. I, yeah. Lots yeah. and lots of paladins. Yeah. I know where Kara is. Don't lie. You do not know where Kara is. Yeah, no. Um, you lying. I can tell. I like a rug. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> and you also asked what other podcasts do we listen to. Um, I do enjoy The Instance. That's. Um, I got to admit, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I'm... Um... I don't do a lot of podcasts either, and really, the uh, about the only WoW-related podcast that I listen to is, well, this one. As you should. Yeah, and only you know, because I'm on it, and then usually just the outtakes. Um, yeah, and then that's it. Just, you know, you yeah, download I mean, it, listen to the outtakes, <laughs> done. done. I may listen to View to make sure I don't sound like, you know, too big of an idiot, but... <laughs> You know, after I found out that really I did, I stopped even really doing that. So, <laughs> uh, I listen to um, I listen to a couple their their music related. Uh, listen to um, uh, the Gareth Emery podcast. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Rotation with DJ Addison. They're both uh, um, music trance kind of stuff. So, and, and that's really that's really about it. That's the only thing that I listen to with any regularity. And, of course, you know, IDDFOS. Well, yeah, there's that. There's that. And you also asked about uh, what made me choose a troll. And uh, now that she's 80 and, and large and, well, I don't know. I think because uh, I had tried an undead rogue and that just wasn't working for me. So I, I really wanted to try the hunter. And, and trolls just seemed to be the way to go there. You know, the big feet. It's all about the feet with you, isn't it? Well, yeah, or the hair when I'm dealing with the pally. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> the hair you know, that's the you know that, you know that's good. You know, either one of those subjects is just gonna make it way too easy for me. So well, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and move quietly. Okay then. Thank you. <laughs> we thank you very very much for calling in and using our call in line. Thank you very very much. And that was Big V also thanking you for calling in as well. <laughs> and now it is time for <laughs> the reading of the email. Before we get into emails, there are two things, or actually one thing I do have to mention. And it follows a short story, but I do have to mention this. Um, I was going through the FTH radio e emails and uh, cleaning out my spam, which I get a lot of. And they're all about enlargement of... Well, we won't go any further than that. But that's about what I get. Those are all the spams that come in. Don't ask me how. Two-handed maces? Yeah, exactly. Um, so usually, i got to be honest, when it comes to the spam, I just clear it out. I don't actually look at anything because it's all, it's all garbage. However. Do they have glowies? I don't uh, I don't even open them up and look. Sort of <laughs> but anyway, yeah. 
So I uh, I go to delete, you know, delete all spam. And as I'm waiting for it to delete, I glance down and I look at a subject line and I see, Hi, Annie Ed! And I go, No! Really, she and did. Then, it was good. Uh, she, he heard me all the way. Uh, you know, down the hall and around the corner. It was terrible. And of course, I couldn't stop it in time and it deleted it. So if you sent me an email and it's not on this show, because I don't even know, I didn't even like have a chance to look to like avert my eyes to see who it was from. I accidentally deleted your email and I'm so sorry about that. I don't know how it ended up in spam. Uh, usually they're pretty good about it. They, they don't put the emails in spam, but somehow this one got dropped in spam and I am so sorry. I have accidentally deleted your email. It's, you're really, it's, you know, you could have blamed it on the gnomes in the FTH radio mail room. That's true, I could. Slightly. Yeah, it's... But no, I will own up to this. I will own up. I'll you troll know, it up. You know, you know what? There, There is absolutely no good that will come from honesty here. <laughs> blame, it on, blame it on the damn gnomes. Come on. <laughs> Wait, are we recording? Wait, are we recording? Wait, what the... Oh, we, crap. No, we, oh. <laughs> So I am so sorry I deleted your email. So if you're not hearing it on this show, that's what happened. And I am so, so sorry. Please send it again. (laughs) Please send it again. We will get, I will really start. I I will, I will not disread. I have learned my lesson. I will have to sift through my spam and make sure that nobody got dropped in there that they shouldn't have. So I apologize. Mystery person, whoever you are. So sorry about that. And from that we go into this um last show our new edition thunderstep put it out there putting out the name baby ghoul contest and he has in fact gotten a few responses to that so we are gonna be here now and we're going to play for you him reading out the emails that he received hey folks uh well it's me thunderstep just want to read off a couple emails that i got so let me go ahead and start off here. Got a couple emails for the Name the Baby Ghoul contest and just some general comments. Hey, I love any advice, folks. Any type of comments, criticisms, I'll take anything. Anything to improve the show. Well, yeah, like I run the entire show. Improve my little bit for you people. Our first email comes from Troll, i.e. Troll Sky fabulous member of the Off the Air Guild. He writes in and says, Hey, it's Troll. I think the most suitable name is the best name I actually have seen in-game. Brainhead. For the record, that's the only time I ever healed a pet that wasn't tanking off tanking just to keep him alive. Also, I love the new segment. If you ever need help with voice acting, I'm here, even though my microphone sucks, but to no end. I'm actually trying to get a headset at the moment, but I'm not paying $100 for a pair, mainly because I don't have $100. Keep up the awesome work. Aw, awesome, man. Thank you very much. So, we have our first entry for Name the Baby Ghoul, Brainhead. Oh, I have to rank that pretty high up there. I have to say that I really like that one. Thank you for all your kind comments, troll. Next up, this comes from, well, this comes from Sagan. Nice little note here, Sagan, like Carl Sagan. Blood Elf Mage from the Anvilmar server. Thank you very much. And he writes in, Hello! You do the baby ghoul voice too well. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> I have to admit, it's uh, one of the few voices I 
somehow came up with on my own. I digress. I have an idea for a name for Baby Ghoul. My friend plays a Death Knight, and I notice that the name of her ghoul changes whenever she has to summon one. My favorite so far is Limb Muncher. So my suggestion is Mini Muncher for Baby Ghoul. I know, not too creative, but it is cute. Well, I gotta admit, that is very cute. Brainhead and Mini Muncher. Ooh, this is gonna be rough. Congratulations on the new segment on For the Horror Radio. I found it very amusing. Best of luck and success, Sagan. Blood Elf Mage from Anvilmar. Thank you very much, Sagan. I really do appreciate it. I'm glad people like uh, my little bit so far. Thank you very much. So, once again, running tally for baby ghoul names. We have Brainhead and Mini Muncher. I like those. Next up, this comes from Reshi Cage, level 49 Orc Hunter, and The Punisher, level 74 Torin Death Knight. Boy, I wonder which one kind of took over your playing. Hello, massive undead cow Thunderstep. Don't start giving me the big V titles. I don't deserve them. He's the master. <laughs> Thank you, though. I love your segment. Well, just thought I'd write in. I don't have an official name for Baby Ghoul, but I do have a nickname. How about Bottomless Pit with Silver Lining? The reason why this is a nickname is because it's way too long to be an official name. Okay, I think that's it. Thanks for all your hard work. Reshi Cage, level 49 Orc Hunter. For the Horde! Awesome, dude. Thank you very, very much. Again, I'm really happy people like my little segment. After hearing uh, this week's show, I hope maybe you guys get a little bit of insight that obviously Baby Ghoul is something special. So this little nickname, Bottomless Pit with Silver Lining, that may actually be more applicable than Reshi Cage really knew. Hey, <laughs> maybe we have a psychic on our hands. I like it. I like it, and I might just use that at some point in time. Hope you don't mind. Again, thank you very much for all your kind words. All right, last email that I have. Thunderstep. I vote for the name Munch, or Baby Munch, from Damaris, off the Air Guild. Hey, Damaris, how you doing, man? Thank you very much for your entry. I think that ranks up there with the Mini Munch. Yeah, this is going to be a rough decision, man. Thank you very much for writing in. I would also like to get input from other people as well. I might extend the contest till the next show and debut the name that I've chosen in the next show instead of, like, giving it away here. It gives me a little bit more time to think, and hopefully, you know, maybe more people will write in and give me some other name ideas. So, just once again, I want to go ahead and list those fabulous people that uh, gave me potential names for the baby ghoul. First off was Troll, aka Troll Sky, Troll Heel, and all the other kind of trolls that we all know and love. He suggested the fantastic name Brainhead. Gotta admit, I like that one. Second up, we have Sagan. Sagan, the Blood Elf Mage from Anvilmar. Actually offers two names for the possibility of Baby Ghoul. That is Limb Muncher and Mini Muncher. So, Limb Muncher and Mini Muncher for that one. Thank you very, very much there. Well, not one, but two. Hey, double your pleasure. Thank you very much once again. Then, we have the nickname from Reshi Cage. Uh, that's Bottomless Pit with Silver Lining. I know that's not an official entry, but hey, gotta list it. Thank you again. And finally, last but not least, is Damaris, who just offered the name Munch, but he does also suggest Baby Munch. So we'll go ahead and put him down for two as well. Munch or Baby Munch. Gotta like both of them. Thank you very much, guys, for writing in, and 
as promised, next week I will, next week, next episode, I will let you guys know, well, you'll find out in the show what the name of Baby Ghoul is. Okay, you know, I got to know, how long did we do the podcast before we were starting to get emails? A couple of shows. He doesn't have one one show and he gets freaking emails. What the hell? (laughs) Honestly, what? I mean, if I'd have done a ghoul, a baby ghoul voice, you know, we've got me. No, no, it wouldn't have happened. Oh, well, Uh, but no, that's awesome. We're watching you. Yeah, we know about you. (laughs) We're on to you. That's right. Yes, indeed. And if you get more email, then we'll just let you read it. <laughs> that's we'll show you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll this, show you. This will get much bigger than you think it will. <laughs> right. but everyone who wrote it for the contest, thank you very much. And <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And as you heard, he's going to be letting it go just a little bit longer to the next show. So if you do have an idea for Name Baby Ghoul... Please send it over to Thunder. Send it over to him. Go ahead. We're not hurt. Send it over to Thunder. We're not bitter. Uh, we're not bitter or hurt or anything like that. Not at that. all. No, no, not at all. And uh, let him know. Three more weeks for the next show. So get him on over there. And now we're going to get into the emails that we got. That's right. We get an email from Troll Sky. Hey, Troll! Woohoo! Troll of Off the Air on Matoran, who writes in and says, Hey, Annie, Ed, and Big B, Troll Sky here. So, I managed to acquire that sweet ass Mechano Hog that everyone's been raving about, and you were right, it was hell to get. The coolest part was that it was not a one man effort. And as such, I would like to give super awesome special mega shoutouts. Oh, hold on. Okay, oh, well, if they're mega shoutouts. We gotta, we gotta put the right music on for this. Okay. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, that's appropriate. That's, that's super awesome mega shoutout music. He continues, my first shoutout is to you. You could have easily saved the money you gave me for the pallies flying, but you just as easily gave it to me, and that right there is true friendship. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Also, I'd like to throw a shout-out to Darkagod. He gave me what he could spare, and then later on, gave me some more. The same could be said for Zanjin slash Thunderstep. Even after technical difficulties, he offered to help me out, digging from his mount savings, too. Of course, all three are from Off the Air Guild, which just goes to show you how awesome our guild is. The license plate may read Pwn, which it does, but to me, it will always read For the Horde. Yeah, I don't care if it's too long. And that is from Trolls Guy, and congrats on that Meccano Hog, which is awesome. And yes, he busted his ass to get it. Now, here's the thing: we're all doing we're all doing a run through whatever um, painful instance of painfulness we were uh, going through, and on vent, Trolls hauling it uh, out there, and you know he'll click on vent, and all you hear in the background is you'll hear a troll speak, but you'll hear in the background so 
he doesn't you know, get if, off of it. If the thing, I mean, <laughs> if the thing is looks nearly as cool as it sounds, holy crap! He actually he gave me a ride. Really? He gave because because if you, you can have one person, it, it magically makes a sidecar appear, which is very cool. And uh, he's given everyone rides. Anyone of the guild, he's given a ride to. Like, oh, you haven't had a ride yet? Come on! It is awesome. Yeah, he mentioned is, giving me a ride, but I'm afraid I'm gonna I break think... the thing. <laughs> The, uh, a tarin and a sidecar. I mean, <laughs> it'll tip over on one side. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but it was totally awesome. So, congrats to you, troll. You have worked very hard to get that, and you are more than welcome for the help that was given. Because God, I mean, he really did bust his ass to get that thing. <laughs> anything, anything to make it easier. I mean, the poor thing was like, you know, butt broke and naked on a motorcycle. I mean, he sold everything. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for that, yeah, that would be worth selling everything. Yeah, I, I'm down with that too, definitely. I think I'm going to be doing that as well. Seriously, I want to sell my, my tar and loincloth and the nose ring, which should cover the cost of it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, seriously, who wouldn't buy Big V's, you know, tar and loincloth? We should put that up on uh, the auction house, see how much it can go for. That's right. Big V's loincloth. <laughs> Tarn Claw, that's right. Super plus negative, uh, <laughs> negative spirit, but plus something. <laughs> we don't know what, but just plus something. You know what? I don't know. That might actually be negative. I'm not sure. Uh, but thank you so much, Joel, for writing in and giving all your super awesome special mega shoutouts. For which we have special, awesome, mega shout-out music, just for you. Just for you. All right, so we get an email from uh, Mornblood who says, I recently listened to one of your podcasts and found a video on YouTube with Arthas doing the dance. Awesome. (laughs) And it is, too. It's Arthas doing the dance. It's doing the Saturday Night Fever dance. It is so cool. Sweet. That's awesome. It's awesome that people are getting this now. It's like, finally. Because, actually, our buddy Troll sent me one. But it was very, very small. It's this tiny, tiny little little vid. But this is on YouTube, so it's a bigger vid. And it's just cool. So thank you, Morn Blood, for sending that over. It's very sweet. We get an email from Glarthin of the <laughs> Lagomar server. Cough. <laughs> Who says, Dear Auntie Ed, protector of all woodland creatures and the most awesome, strongest tauren that could beat any other tauren in a mooing contest. Big V. That's right. Moo. I just want to say, love the show. Keep it up. Uh, this is of- the last one. We're done. Our April Fool's joke. We didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, you guys keep downloading. We'll keep talking. <laughs> That's right. We won't shut up. You know what? No, actually, please keep downloading. <laughs> keep downloading. Please keep downloading. Just want to say, love the show and keep it up. Have a couple of shout-outs I'd like to say. Larithin of the Sister of a Loon server. He's helped me out since I was running kindergarten for the very first time ever. He's given me many tips for my pally. I hope I'll be able to repay him for the favor sometime. Seven of Nine of the Agamar server. We helped each other's alts and on professions. Seb was also the one who first showed me FTH. 
Woohoo! I want to thank them both for convincing me to finally write in, and I hope they forgive me for my extended absence from the game. Of course, thanks to all of you guys at For the Horde Radio. Awesome podcast. Hope it goes strong for a long time. Oh yeah, and I almost forgot. I have a shout-out slash call-out from a little while back, when I was a wee fresh... 20 from Tranquillian. I head to the center of org to get to the mailboxes to send some things off to my main when I get a tell from Pyrothano, who said the following. Oh, we have a script. We have a script. Hold on. Hold uh-huh. everything. Uh-huh. We have a script. <gasps> Playing the part of Pyrothano will be Big B. Want to join my guild? No, thanks. Pulls. I want to try something. No, thanks. I'm not looking for a guild yet. I'll give you ten gold. Now I thought, it couldn't hurt to at least see what he wanted to do. Okay, fine, I'll join. I get the invite, then I see a message saying I am now the GM of Warlords of Agrimar. Me, being the newbie, I was, at the time, sat there dumbstruck that I didn't get the ten gold. (laughs) Until after much convincing from much more experienced friends did I realize I was up a hundred gold from the guild bank. So, Pyrothano, I just want to say you lied to me about giving the 10 gold, but you gave me a free guild, so I just want to say thanks, and you saved me 100 gold I already planned on spending in what was going to be the far future. Strength and honor, Fervulgent, power to the forsaken, may the Mother Earth watch over you, for the glory of Quelphalos, and overall, for the Horde. That's from Glarthin of the Agamar server. Nice. Very nice. Look at that, you got a guild. What's funny though is that you were like, hey, I didn't get my 10 gold. <laughs> and you got 100 gold up, which is awesome. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> That's great. And you just got a lot more space in the bank to put stuff. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you just got yeah, a whole big yeah, bag. Put, of... Just rearrange those permissions, and there you go. You're set, man. Oh, but that's pretty cool, actually. That's it's like, great. ooh. And it's also cool. You got some awesome, awesome shout-outs from these people. Who, yes, they have written in. They listen to the show. Woo-hoo! Please send the word. Spread the word. Spread it. Spread it around like a peanut butter spread smear. A peanut butter spread smear. What do you want on the fly? Hey, you know what? It works. Okay, then. We get an email from our buddy Was on uh, Spinebreaker EU, um, who says, And I have become Tamura on Sunstrider EU. Who rides in and he says, I'm going to tell you a little about Valros. I don't know if I spelled it right, but anyway, if you play Warcraft 3 and you play the level when you as Arthas and Anubarak are going down below Northrend, you get an option quest to find a frozen dragon. Don't remember the name. This is... Uh, this is it, Sindrosa or something. And outside of that cave is a village of the Talawak Valros people. And that was the story from your own warlock, Was. And one more thing. In the show before, when Big V told that uh, mages were more evil than a warlock, I just started laughing because that is so stupid. I mean, WTF. And if you're spire f- fire-specked, you throw a chaos bolt that's a little green worm that's burning, and then you cast incinerate, and that's more fire, and then you fear and cast more fire, and in the end, you steal a soul. <laughs> in an undead male laugh. And I love this podcast, but I have to send a sorrow thing. I've turned to the thing I've sworn to destroy, an ally. 
the Draenei Madge, but it was the only way to let my friends start playing WoW again. The worst thing is that I enjoy it. I don't understand. Do I have to kill me or something? Or just slam me in the head with a frying pan? This was from Was, Spinebreaker EU. And I have become Tamora on Sunstrider EU. Slash cry and goodbye, fellow Hordies. Oh, man. Oh, what? Oh, the pain. Oh, God. God, what? We hardly knew you. We hardly knew you. Say it isn't so. I think it's so, Aniad. Oh, no. I think it's (laughs) Why does it always... The friends... Is it? I don't know. The friends always want to play Alliance. Seriously. Yeah, friends always... You know, friends always want to play alliance. I mean, but you know what? It's okay. And the reason that I can say that that's okay is you get to see a whole different side of the game. I mean, and not, I'm not talking about, you know, other races and things like that. You literally get to see another half of the game. Yeah, true. I mean, I tried to, I did, I actually, you know, did like an alliance death knot for a little while. Just to try and get the flavor, and try and get the right flavor of Death Knight going. But, you know, you wind up seeing, like for instance, that in Hellfire, you can't just go to Spinebreaker Post. You will get attacked. (laughs) Um, I mean, your bases are, you know... <laughs> your bases are all ours. No, um, <laughs> all your bases are ours. Um, at any rate, no, there's just another half of it out there. So you know, don't beat yourself up too much about this because chances are you're going to be able to um, get them over to horde at some point. And yeah. you know, it's not like your horde characters are going away. That's right. That's right. So still there, unless you, know, you deleted them, in which case, well, yeah, well then, <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, your stuff's still going to be there, and it's it's all good. I mean, now I'm, there are those who may say that I'm uh, taking a soft line on the alliance here, but you are, but no, bye. <laughs> Bite my bovine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. Please continue. No, no, no. Wouldn't want to go soft on the alliance. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you owe me to Stonewall, Stonewall. There we go. Fine. You are the pissiest little cow I've ever met. I swear to God. Yeah, screw you. Exactly my point. <laughs> You've been playing at Blood Elf too much. That's what it is. That's what it is. At least my character can wear shoes. (laughs) Oh, you had to go for the shoes, didn't you? Yeah, well, one of them can. (laughs) I mean, the Tauren? Nah. They say he wears boots, but i never seen them on him. Nope, Uh, nope, nope. nope. No, uh... Thank you for writing in, and uh, we just hope, you know, just play the game. Just have a good time. Play the game, enjoy yourself. It's all Enjoy it, it's all good. We joke, we kid, we come from somewhere. Anyway. Yeah, we, jo- we are joking, we are kidding, yes. yes. We are filled with love for everyone. All oh. we are saying... <laughs> give us a chance. We get an email from Auhahi, which we're still not sure if we're saying that right, on the Nordrasil server, who writes in and says, Hey, FTH Radio. I hereby issue a call-out to a level 80 Tauren, Xaxu, on the Nordrasil realm, 
for unsportsmanship, misuse of ventrilo, and general ass-pipiness. I also issue a call out, who the hell is this, to the rest of the Nevermore Guild who participated in the raid. The story begins like this. So, I was just chilling out in Org, chatting with my new guild, Blood, and cruising the auction house. While I'm trying to ignore immature players saying uncouth and immature things, I see a flash of purple down in my bar. It said one simple word that made my eyes glow with greed and the prospect of challenge. Nax, it said. I immediately replied, yes! Regular? I waited a few seconds. Guess again. I couldn't believe it. I was going to do the hardest raid dungeon in-game. The raid recruiter asked my DPS, and I told him, about 1300. Now I know at 80, I realize that's a bit low for a marksmanship hunter, especially because all my gear is epic, but I had no gems in them and no enchantments. He invited me and I accepted. I noticed we were almost nearly full, and all of them were in Nevermore. They asked if I needed a summons, I said yes. The summons popped up and I had a last second thought. I ran to the auction house, bought a fistful of gems without even looking at what I was buying. Once I had them on, I accepted the summons with three seconds to spare. The load screen popped up and I waited a few seconds. Once I could see again, the raid leader, a torn warrior named Zaxu, asked us to turn on Vent. I couldn't use Vent because it lags my game up. Me and the 24 other players went in quickly down the arachnid quarter with no wipes. Then, one of my friends from school, Cornelius, a torn moonkin, whispered me, Dude, turn Vent on. Why? I asked. They're making fun of you on it. They had apparently been using Recount to track my DPS and were making jokes about it. One guy even asked me if I was a tank or a healer. I told him the mana regeneration gem was for being able to stay in the fight longer, and the armor contribution gem was for giving the healers more time to do their job. So we kept going, cleared the play quarter. While we were standing next to the corpse of the last boss, Zaxu decided to call a vote on whether to boot me or not. At that point, we were dividing out the epics, and I noticed the loots were set to rare. I didn't give him a chance to try to boot me. I clicked neat on everything and hearthed. The chatbot erupted into chaos with needs on everything. My personal revenge was denying him one of the best shields in game. On top of that, because of Nevermore's immature actions, my guild has placed an embargo on Nevermore. Blood is denying Nevermore trades, group members, and raid pugs. Yours truly, Oahi on Nordrasil. Wow. Hmm. Well, wow. Well, that is a, that, first, thank you very much for writing this in. Yeah, seriously. Um, very much for writing this in and for using ass pipiness we appreciate that and he was he wasn't ass pipiness for i mean i mean that's just kind of like really stupid like oh look how low their dps hey this is how you learn you know you get better as you get the gear as you give me a break that's just really stupid and i hate we've talked about this i hate that elitist crap yeah that's a that's a bunch of hooey that is some serious ass poppiness that is serious ass pipiness. I totally agree with you, and you know, I'm here's put, where I'm, I go the other way now. Gotta say, two wrongs don't make a right. Kind of say, you sh in my little humble opinion, you need it on all this epic loot. Um, but just my little opinion on that is, dude, you're bigger than that. You are so much better than that. You you shouldn't have gone to their level on that one. You should have just, you know, you should have quit it and said, screw you guys. And of course, write in so we can tell everyone about it. And cool for your guild to like put the black ball on all of them and say, hell no. 
you know, for being jerk to our guild members. Screw you guys. But dude, rolling neat on everything. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually kind of okay on that. I but... knew you would be. I knew you would be. <laughs> Personally, I'm just thinking, ooh, you shouldn't have gone to their level on that one. Oh, you mo oh no, seriously. If if it comes to that degree of ass pop, you're going to make fun of me? Fine. I'm going to take your damn loot. Because, you know... And we'll see about we'll see about you know who you're going to make fun of next time. You know these the these guys need to be taught a lesson, and this may have just been the lesson they needed. So not only did they not get epic loot, they got blackballed for being ass pops. That is so, one way to look at it. True, yeah. true. And um, you know now normally, I mean, would you do that with your would you do that with your guild? No, you wouldn't. Ass pops like this. Nah, take them for all they're worth. They deserve it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if they're gonna sit there and if they're gonna sit there and poke fun at what your gear is, God, that's I mean, that just yeah, I don't even know where to start. I mean, that I mean, that is that, really like that, yeah. I mean, that is so that is just so high school. It's not funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, and just that whole snarky kind of yeah, look at you, Gary. Yeah, screw you. I'm playing the game. I'm enjoying it. And you know, you're gonna make fun of me? Fine. I'm gonna key your car. Because <laughs> otherwise, what would have happened? He would have gotten. In all fairness, so they're gonna boot. I mean, he would have been done. He would have done this entire instance. And they would have bogarted his DPS, yes. even though they're sitting there making fun of it. And yeah, no, no, yeah, they're I making agree. fun of it. But you know what? They didn't. They didn't. If you know, if they would have given, if they would have done the boot early on, they could look, guys. Yeah, look. Hey, you're not cranking the DPS like we'd hope for. Hope that you would. You know, we're gonna you know, ask you to disengage and you know go <laughs> forth. You know, okay, that's one thing. But to get to the end of the freaking raid and then. No. like... Like, oh, true. Oh, I agree. This was like really. Yeah, I mean, a two wrongs may not make a right, but by George, if you're gonna have to sit, if you're gonna have sat through the whole thing, and they're gonna kick you before they start dividing the dividing the loot up, oh no, 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 <laughs> no ma'am. I will, t I will kick them in the nads, steal their stuff, and run, and not feel bad about it. Those and guys Bigby. deserved everything they got. Bigby has spoken. I also wanted to throw this Boop. out. If you can't move, if you can't <laughs> run vent and wow, you better have an older machine than mine because <laughs> I got this like wind up old machine, and I don't know. Like I hamster power. <laughs> I got hamster power on this thing, and I don't know. I don't have a problem running. Vent and WoW at the same time. I've heard some people saying it just really kills them, but you better have an older machine than mine. That's all I gotta say. Because now Skype will kill me. Oh, Skype kicks my ass. Skype will kill me if I run WoW and Skype, but Vent does not. I don't know what it is. Um, I've never had an issue with that, so I'm really kind of surprised. I do hear people talk about that. That's all I have to say about that. So why yes. he? Rock on for stealing the gear and upgrade your machine. And upgrade your machine. And thank you very much for writing it. Yeah, thanks. So, we get an email. Well, actually, we get a couple of emails here from Dormido, who says, Hola, Annie Ed. Been a while since I wrote, but been hella busy in a thing some call real life. 
I'm not sure what that is, but anyway, besides being busy for a while, I still download and listen to the show as usual. Also, a guildy listens to the show too, and he basically told me that what I wrote to you guys sounded like I was showing off. Now, it was never my intention, or never will be, to show off anything, so in case it came out like that, trust me, that was never my intention. I just love how another group of people from around the world see the game the way that I do. I might be ge- even geeky when I write down boss yells on some occasions. Just want to share that with you and for the next show if you have space for me there dude we always got space for you come on but not if you do this again (laughs) i love this this is awesome (laughs) you must describe to those who cannot see yes for those for those listening at home uh, home, (laughs) um, it says hola annie ed and big v but what it says is annie ed and it's a very large Annie Ed and a very small Big V. <laughs> Thank you. I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> Just as an aside here. All right, Dormito. I'm reading your email, dude. There's no there's no bigness in the Big V here, but I'm still reading your email. Okay, so, hold on. Annie Ed and Big V. So I finally leveled up my alt and got it to the Outland. Been a while since I wrote, but I still listen to the show and every time I enjoy it. Nothing much is happening now besides questing again in Northrend with my alt and having a lot of deja vu moments. It's like I've done those quests before. <laughs> this is officially my second alt that I got to level 80 because I really don't know how people have like 680s, but they're my heroes for doing that. I get bored once I reach Outlands and can't do it anymore. I'm with you, man. Uh, I don't know how many times I can make that haul through Outland, so yeah, the Death Knot may be it for me. Um, the rest of my alts may just kind of languish in you know, Galimdor forever. <laughs> anyway, he says, But I got a friend who bugged me every day to get on the alt and get at least one level. He's an altaholic and basically has nine level 80s. Yeah, I'm not kidding. And he levels them so fast that I think he's a robot at this point. We know somebody like that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, finally, we kill Sartharian with three drakes. Insanely difficult thought. Sartharian, if not a nice dragon. Uh, The next time I did that instance, all I could think was, he's really serious in protecting those eggs. I'll give you an example. When you start the fight and poke him, he yells, It is my charge to watch over these eggs. I will see you burn before any harm comes to them. Okay, I see he has a job to do, and we're preventing him from doing it. I think everybody would understand that. And then he goes, burn, you miserable wretches. At this point, you know he's just a tiny bit angry. After a while, such flammable little insects. Your charred bones will litter the floor. How much heat can you take? I'm like, dude, I'd be that angry too if somebody's poking me with a stick for about six to eight minutes. Yeah, agreed. I think somewhere at Blizzard, the person in charge of content sits down and says... Okay, how can we do a ball so damn hard that players have nightmares about it? Anyways, I won't take any more time, and I hope Big V finally got to it, and at least got level 77 and saw Dalaran or even the Wrath Gate. Strength and honor for the Horde. Dormido. Cool, well thanks for writing in, man, and nope, nope, Cow's still level 70. (laughs) Still 70. Almost 71. Almost. But not, not getting any closer because <laughs> that damn death knot. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a new syndrome. It's not alcoholics, it's death knight syndrome. Death knight itis. Uh huh. 
God, and it's dreadful. One way or another, though, you will get to Rathgate. You know, probably so. It'll just and be, it'll a, be it'll, on the death night. Yeah, it'll probably be on the death night. Yeah. It'll be on the death night, but you, damn it, you will get to Rathgate. We'll make sure you get to Rathgate. You have to see Rathgate. We're tired of like not telling you about it. Damn it. <laughs> We're tired of not talking about it around you. you damn it, talk get to about Rathgate. It you. Come on. Damn you. Really? Get there. We want to be there when you do it too, so we can all like listen in. Kind of like when I went through the portal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was awesome when you went through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. So we definitely got to get you on Rathgate. Okay. <laughs> Just an aside. Sorry about that. I digress. Thank you, Dormivo, for sending in your email. Yeah, thanks. Awesome stuff. And way to and way to give Annie Ed, you know, the big bold love there, and give the cow none. It is very appreciated. Yeah. Well, it's not that you didn't give me any love. It's just wasn't big bowl love. Sad moo. No, I'm just bitter. You're just bitter. <laughs> this is a bitter cow for this. Okay, we got. You're bitter at Thunderstep. You're bitter at Dormito. Oh, good lord. You actually, I, yeah, actually, I'm not bitter at Thunderstep. Thund <laughs> Thunderstep rules. <laughs> <laughs> he is a bitter old cow. This email time. Yeah, moo. Damn you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, screw you guys. Moo. Moo. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, you darn kids, you. And we continue. We get an email from Vanguard. No, no, I'm not done yet. No, you're not done yet? Oh, Christ. All right, go ahead. Nah, just one more. Better? Yeah, a little headache, but I'm okay. A little upset stomach, okay. Yeah, a little G-upset, but I'm good. Okay, okay. We get an email from Vanguard, <laughs> as we ignore the cow, who says, Hey, I just found the site where you can make custom weapons and spells, but I couldn't figure out how to show the picture, so here's the link for the horde. And what he made <laughs> is a gnome, it's called Gnome Bane. It is a Gnome Bane weapon, which does evil things to gnomes. <laughs> Which, people are really getting into this make your own thing. It's a gun, in fact. Sweet. And it kills all gnomes within 45 yards instantly. And it grants 10,000 honor for killing all gnomes. <laughs> and it Built grants by gnomes, four gnomes. Four gnomes. <laughs> grants 1,000 honor for each alliance kill, even if the target would not normally grant honor. <laughs> it That's speed great. is 0.75. That's awesome. That's a gun. Boy, oh, that man. Like that would be awesome. Can you imagine a gun that fast? Wow. It's like a machine gun. Exactly. Like that's, machine like gun. Your, that's like your gnome Uzi. It's a gnomish Uzi. Yep. You know? Absolutely. So thank you very much for doing that up and letting us take a look at it. It's awesome. Love oh, that is you. great. Oh, the, the, the item creator there. Oh, there's some really fun stuff coming out. So thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah, thanks. And Jun, um, a level 7 Tauren warrior, and Fluffy Bunny, the level <laughs> 74 Tauren death knight. <laughs> I love it. No love for the cow this episode. No. That's, that's for <laughs> Wow. I'm alone. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Donkey. No, anyway. Um was wondering, since after the last episode you had those two weapons, ham sandwich and pink pooferina boots, or whatever it was called, is there a website you can go to to make those weapons or is it just Photoshop or what? Andy Ed, over to well, you. Over to me. Well, first, 
Uh, the two weapons that you saw from the last show were actually sent in by two of our listeners. That was sent in courtesy of Look I Mimo and Undel Soul. And they use the WOW item creator. And it is www.wowitemcreator.com. So please go. If you're interested in making your own weapons or spells and messing around with that, you too could make a ham sandwich, a pooperina pink boots, or the gnome bane. Or anything else you damn well want. Exactly. Uh, it's, it, it's actually pretty fun. So check it out. Uh, but that's where they made them. So in answer to your question, that's it. Okay. All right. But thank you very much for writing. And, and, and uh, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thanks. And very big thanks to everyone who wrote in and called in for this show. And again, uh, whosoever email I accidentally deleted. Uh, the gnomes deleted, rather. Um, sorry about that. And please send in your email again and, and, and get rid of all the spam. <laughs> I'll actually, I, yeah, usually they don't get by me, but that one did. And I'm so sorry about that. But thank you to everyone who wrote in and called in for this show. Yeah, thanks. It's always good to hear from you guys. Even if I'm bitter. Even if he's a bitter old cow. <laughs> and that will bring us to the end of another episode of For the Horde Radio. Thank you very much to everyone who sent in their emails and called in and for listening. If you would like to write in, well, I will go through and give you the long list of email addresses we have. But the easiest thing to do for you would be to go to our website at www.forthehorderadio.com. However, our email addresses, you ready? We have got quite a few of them. Our email addresses, if you'd like to send something in, you can send it in to our main email at fthradio at gmail.com or to bigv at biggestv at gmail.com, zog of xp, n underscore p-r-o-u-t-e-n at hotmail.com, any mod suggestions or ideas? Grandmaster Z at gmx.com and Thunderstep at Thunderstep at charter.net. So we threw that little dot net in there at the end, kind of throw you off. Or you can give us a call at 206 888 3130. We hope you enjoyed this show. Thank you again for listening. And we will return in three weeks for another guild embarrassing mechanohog writing baby ghoul naming episode of Damn right. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Rock on. Damn there you right. Go. Damn yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. You got the name correct. Yeah, no, right. yeah that would be Miss Bitch to you. <laughs> and if I'm feeling saucy, Miss Troll Bitch. Damn it. This comes from Reshi Cage, level 49 Unk Or Unk? 
Yeah, I'm doing me speaky the good English. Where where is the um Manitoums? There we go. Where's Manitoums located? Oh hells. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're located in the game. Like, where? Okay, we've got that down. It's we in got... World of Warcraft somewhere. <laughs> we've got three continents to go. Let's figure this out. Four continents, sorry. Okay, that's appropriate. That's that's super awesome mega shout-out music. That is. Right. For those of you listening at home, this is a green screen moment. <laughs> I have no idea what music is playing here, but by God, I'm sure it's just... Rockin'. <laughs> I don't know what music's gonna play here either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find something. <laughs> well, we got a few days. We can put something in there. We can we... try and find some super awesome mega shout out music to put in here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, surely if we just put that into a Google search, something will come up. You know. <laughs> Everything does. <laughs> Okay. So for those of you playing in the home version of this game, this is the green screen. This is what you don't hear. <laughs> the things you don't hear during uh, the actual show. Welcome to Behind the Scenes of For the Horde Radio. <laughs> we join our heroes dealing with one of life's many enigmas deep in the underbelly of the floating silly, silly, silly piece of monkey shit. Yeah, it is awesome going in with a bunch of 80s. Yeah, no, it was just like, seriously, I, I, I kind of felt bad, like I should, like, maybe pay them or something. <laughs> no, they're your guild. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase that, I didn't feel bad for them, I felt bad for the enemies, I'm like, ooh, really? Oh, okay. Ah, ooh, ah, like, ooh, dude, I know ah. you're evil, but like, ooh. Ah, ooh, that's do, just too cruel, ooh. Do, do you want a bandage? He helped me out. Let me try that again without sounding like Captain Kirk. He helped me out since he I <laughs> helped me out since uh, I was running kindergarten for the first time ever. Okay. He's no stop me. stop stop it stop it stop it stop. It. stop. It's for my pally. But uh, you know. <sighs> Ed, I'm sorry for making all these wonderful editing things that you might have to do. Okay. Brain fart. Where was I? Okay. After... God! Bless a freaking America! Alright. I'm not getting any better. Alright. Deep breath. Go to my zen place. Isn't that a load of crap? Alright. So... Hey, hey, where the hell did you get the burlock? <laughs> okay, and phone call is ended. <laughs> okay, phone call is not ended yet. <laughs> You made Eddie and cry. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Dude, you actually sound like a gnome crying there. I'm sorry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>